1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not too fast. Obviously, the early access hype would be nice, but uh, also I've just started, so hello everyone. Um Have you really? A- yeah, yeah, I've literally just started it up. Yeah, um, the early access would be nice, but um, yeah, I'm still trying to complete Final Fantasy as well. Um, you right over there, uh, Tom Cruise? Huh? You good? Are you doing your Daredevil me? cosplay? Going on here. So you I know what you're talking
2: about. <laughs> Hello, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, you're wearing sunglasses. That's what I'm referring to. Oh, are these? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it's just obviously. Chucked
1: them on as soon as I said we were live.
2: No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I just I've had them on. I've had them on for the last few weeks, actually. Yeah. Oh, well, did you get acid in your eyes again? No, I don't think that's how that works either. But I also it's just, you know, with to me, Starfield is like an encroaching um supernova. Yeah, exactly. So I've just I've needed to wear these for the last few weeks to just it's well, I I think I think of the purposes as twofold. You know, to protect my eyes, you know, eye health is very important.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um and secondly, because oh. Xbox is about to drop a ninety nine open crit game, so you know I just just felt cool to commemorate the moment. You didn't
1: protect your eyes, eye health. I don't think they stop like UV (sighs) rays. I don't know. Um,
2: I don't know what light they stop. Uh, They they just they just like dim. I don't actually think they block. Stop. Block ninety nine to one hundred percent of UV rays. Oh. I stand corrected.
3: <laughs> it's the
1: worst. Google is the worst.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For trying to make assertions. Yeah.
1: <laughs> fucking tip-tapping over it instantly. Brews me wrong. It's, it's good to yeah. be back. It's good to be
2: alive. I've yeah, missed no, this. That's good. I'm happy to hear it. Right, where do I need to be? Hi, uh, I need to be on my fucking... Notes Disney studio notes. page, yeah. I need to do my notes. I need to do my studio page. I need to post a social, just gonna do that right now. Ooh.
1: Almost 60 uh, subs, yeah. I well, get in there, Timber. Get in okay.
2: there, mate. Yeah, yeah We're I posted um... it on Twitter this week. well somebody just did it. I don't care if you're a bot, if you're an OnlyFans model, I don't care. Yeah, Thumbs just do it, man. Get me to Come on,
1: Timber, share the wealth.
2: <laughs> Tim is our, our biggest proponent. He's our biggest fan. Yeah, everyone he week, does. He shares us
1: fail. as well. He's he's a legend. I love he's him. A legend,
2: no doubt. Can I like? Oh. <laughs> okay. Um. Oh. Chilly, actually. There's a link. Yeah, I'm really happy. It's a bank holiday weekend. One less day to mm. work. So one, one day closer to, to Starfield.
1: It's, like yes. it's um yeah, it's a nice feeling. It's been a while since I've had some time off.
2: Okay. good live, let's repost that. We are So I'm guessing today
1: is just primarily a Starfield gushing episode. (laughs)
2: You wish. You fucking wish.
1: Oh, Gamescom happened, didn't it?
2: You wish it was just Starfield and Gamescom.
1: What happened? What happened this week? You didn't hear this.
2: You didn't hear this little thing about selling cloud
1: to Ubisoft? Yeah, (laughs) I did. Yeah, and then um, and then they someone one of the other like regulating boards or whatever it was just like we're gonna need to look at this again potentially or something
2: yeah yeah if EU yeah
1: fucking fantastic it's just what I need in my life <laughs>
2: myself I knew bridge. it it was so funny because when this was like coming to a close two months ago we were like I don't know <laughs> I don't know like suddenly I don't feel it mm-hmm. it doesn't feel final and here we are about to reboot the whole fucking thing potentially so we'll see there's no way. Maybe not. I mean, it's it's possible. It is possible. It's impossible.
1: <laughs> it's impossible.
2: Right. I'm good if you are, man. Shall we um, kick off?
1: Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. I will jingle you in. Go, yeah. go, go.
2: Okay. Um... Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 111 of the quick resume podcast this is a titular episode titular what does titular mean yeah holding or constituting a purely formal position okay it's definitely not that one it's related to or denoted by title the works titular song okay i might not understand the words i use but they are correct so in the titular episode which is actually (laughs) now i think about it it's kind of beautiful it's Mm. kind of beautiful what was the last elder scrolls release date 11 11 11. what's quick resume podcast episode fine episode before starfield 11 1. what that's pretty beautiful that's poetic what do you mean 11 1.
1: this is episode 111 (laughs) i'm so fucking lost
2: (laughs) the episode number is 111
1: oh okay i get you <laughs> fuck way excuse me for not following that broken ass
2: fucking brain trend you just had <laughs> <laughs> yeah fair enough um you know it's big and um, we've got starfield coming reviews are dropping in four days on thursday um mm-hmm. this week early access launches friday for some of you late thursday you know in some privilege ass time zones over there we have to wait till one in the morning here in the UK as some sort Can of we not
1: New Zealand. Take a cheeky trip to New Zealand, or is this not? That doesn't work. We cannot. It's
2: a global release, Sam. <laughs> um, okay. So on the docket today is I what I think is a pretty great show. Um, obviously, there is a fizzling sort of crackling excitement going on in the background with with staff who come in, but it was a big week. Gamescom happened. Lots of little things to talk about there. Uh, Tom promised us that he was going to come. Um, that was quite exciting. Um, okay. uh, Alex, uh, I'll give a bit more context to that in a bit, but there isn't that much more context. He just said he was going to come for Starfield. Wow. Um, yeah. No, it's amazing.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, there was a, li- there's a there's this little thing going on. Activision Blizzard King, you know, um, Xbox are selling their cloud rights to Ubisoft. So I'll we'll have to cover what that kind of means. Mm-hmm. Um, I've written and screenshot so many notes for this, but. I'm not sure how much i can muster up even though it is an interesting development so we'll have to see i want to talk about towerborn today Tim. i don't think we haven't given towerborn much attention have we as
1: no a, we haven't podcast. no towerborn actually it looks kind of looks kind of fired does not it towerborn
2: it does it does it look good, good. And, and the reason i
1: memory on it now yes
2: but... refreshing
1: noggin by all means oh yeah this is the um, castle
2: crashes s kind of thing isn't it mm, gave us that yeah. kind of vibes so this is the, the third party exclusive, um, well, being pu- published as an Xbox Game Studios game with Stoic, the um, team behind Banner Saga. Mm. Uh, yeah, Cast Crushers esque uh, seems to have this kind of open world kind of element, co op. Um, and the reason I want to talk about it is because you know some new articles went up. It was playable at Gamescom, and all the impressions were, were really, really um, positive. So uh, it'd be nice to have a bit of time to talk about that and um, what's been said. Mm. And then the final two things are very spicy. The first thing is uh, an article from GameIndustry.biz saying that Starfield is the starting gun for first-party Xbox games. And actually, it wasn't the journalist that said that. It was uh, came from the Xbox CMO, Gerrit West. Um, it's an interesting. Um, and there's a couple of bits of bobs around Starfield I want to talk about today, um, mm. including a New Game Plus, a secret New Game Plus mode that's already in the game. Um, mm. And there's this war. Anywhere on a planet controversy that's gone on in the last few days. I don't know if you've caught wind of this. Um, a what controversy? Walk anywhere on the planet. Like, if you can actually walk anywhere on a planet. From, um. you know, the North Pole to the South Pole, and it's done a continuous walk. Yeah. Um, that, that So that's kind of cropped up, so we'll have a bit of time for that. And finally, Tim, uh, the Baldur's Gate, you know, Phil has pulled out the Sword of Damocles and he is has just stabbed that into the heart of the boulders gate controversy oh, okay for better That's or good. worse you know we'll find out soon yeah um the community director i believe over at larian said that they found a solution to bring Baldur's gate 3 to xbox players this year still um series s will be launching without co-op um without split screen co-op still be online but not split screen Mm. so the parity clause has been temporarily dropped so anyway there's a whole can of worms there
1: and would that be a same uh,
2: that will still be a a later release in the ps5 version though right so it's a good question tim perhaps our audience are thinking the same hang around and find out damn i promise that wasn't a setup (laughs)
1: that wasn't scripted
2: (laughs) thanks tim thanks for that layup that was great
1: (laughs) it felt very scripted but it wasn't i I promise
2: yeah (laughs) okay all right where do we start what have you been what have you been playing tim i know what you've been playing
1: yeah i've just been playing one game um this week um my man's is on the train to complete final fantasy 16 before starfield um yeah i i, I kind of oh, yeah. put it down when remnant came about and diablo and those sort of co-op games even though i didn't put as much time into diablo as i liked i put a lot more into remnant to be fair um but those sort of games just dragged me away from from final fantasy and um man i i, I don't know why i ever stopped playing that game because every time i go into it it's just so good like I just immediately get sucked back into the world and like the combat's just so fun. Uh it's just it's just so good, man. Um and yeah, I genuinely don't really know where the story's heading at the moment. So there's there's gonna be some twists and turns and some emotional beats for sure. Um and yeah, I'm just having a really good time with it. So I've been playing that most most evenings this week. Um and yeah, just chugging my way through it. I think I think I might be able to get it done by Friday. Um if I play a decent chunk today and tomorrow and stuff like that with the bank holiday and stuff like that, um I think I might be able to get it done. Um but yeah, no it's great. It's it's still definitely depending on how everything wraps up, it's still I imagine it'll be in my top 3 for the games I've played this year. Um nice. it's really really good. So very nice um yeah and that's basically just be me yeah i really haven't really dipped my toes into xbox at all um this week it's just been a bit of playstation been a sony pony this week so
2: yeah well we'll let you off you know or maybe we won't who knows you know i i I won't be the arbiter of your execution you know um we'll just have to see if somebody wants you dead you know they will kill you david might kill me (laughs) <laughs> David might kill you. Is so he here? David is not a say, fan there we go. anyone picking up a PlayStation controller. <laughs> um, you tell him, David. You fucking yeah. give him. Don't kill me, you know? David. Oh yeah, I forgot there was, there was gameplay of Forza as well. I don't, I don't feel like there was enough to talk about for it to be its own segment today, but um it's looking it's looking fire and all the enthusiasts I've heard from are saying very good things about Forza um so i'll we'll have to see um in my in my dream head canon, starfield comes out 90 plus and then forza comes out 90 plus you know that's like and none, and none of them get game of the year nominations none of them yeah, get game of the year correct you know, how that's, that's how
1: absolutely correct yeah. somehow stray will be out. up there again even though okay <laughs> <Yeah. ever. laughs> not even this year stray, stray
2: director's cut got... yeah <laughs> oh good. that's funny um so what have i been playing hodgepodge i've been playing a hodgepodge again hodgepodge
1: oh i thought that was a game i was like what the fuck is hodgepodge that
2: sounds like a fun that sounds like a switch game it sounds sounds like a a game made by like devolver like devolver digital yeah hodgepodge yeah (laughs) hodgepodge i painted it you can buy it off me for one million that's a bargain
1: (laughs) We split that one million i'm here one million it's 50 rubies. 50 split so that
2: works <laughs> just this once so what we've been playing i played um i played i played xbox with a with my friends this week so. no really mm-hmm. at our our, at our age grow up i can't believe it yeah i know i played bro force yeah. bro force jesus <laughs> fuck is that yeah yeah i don't know but i was playing with a friend and he suggested it and i was like i don't know what this is and he was like yeah no it looks fun it's like um in the vein of spelunky um okay <laughs> david in the chat hey anyone wants to play hodgepodge <laughs> yeah
1: we'll, we'll, we'll hit you, <laughs> you know, up after go. the podcast david.
2: <laughs> yeah uh hang on just one sec hang on nice. okay um thanks thank you um uh, yeah, so in the vein of Spelunky, it's like a time attack game, although there's not that much pressure on time, it's like, everything's a one-hit kill. It's like super satire American, like you're, all of the characters have bro in their names. It's just, it's kind of dumb, but it's actually kind of really fun. Um, okay. I was I was really pleasantly surprised. Um, would recommend. Nice. Would recommend Broforce. Really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, like one of the missions you, you fly over to, you know, there's like an overworld and you're in a helicopter. And you fly over, and there's like this really muscly like corporal with his beret on, and he's got like a massive cigar, and he's like, "These people don't look like us or act like us. Act like us. We need to kill them." <laughs> uh, <that's fun.
1: laughs> it's, it's kind of like cake. pixel, yeah. pixel art stuff. Uh, um, I'm guessing
2: yeah. uh, Games Pass. Games Pass, you'd be right. Nice. But, wow, Game Pass. What? What good value? If only. You know, it would really expand. It would really be such a, uh, an offer if you there was this. such a big space game. Space game. I'm really struggling. <laughs> I'm really having a hard time. <laughs> Hang on. Jesus. It would be really, it would be really just what's the fucking word? It would really seal the deal if there was a massive AAA space game coming, you know, just at any moment now. Hmm. That service would go from you know S tier to triple S tier. I think that's just my opinion. If well, I think yeah, so. it's just yeah. hypotheticals.
1: We could we could only hope and we'll see what the next week or two have in store for us. I guess.
2: Yeah, we'll just have to see. Maybe something will get released. You know, yeah,
1: little stealth drop, maybe.
2: <laughs> I also played Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh friends. yeah,
1: I heard that's I heard mm. that's actually pretty good. Yeah, a little that's bit buggy, wank. a little bit. It's oh wanky. really? Yep, I've, actually ge- I've actually I've <laughs> actually genuinely heard it's fine. Like I think reviews are coming in at sevens and eights, and people are saying it's I mean, I've heard it's got some performance issues, it's a bit buggy, but
2: those sort of games normally I, are. But I didn't run into any bugs at all, to be honest. I don't know. I just don't think the uh loop is Yeah, me it's just maybe I it's feel just like me, but...
1: there's a certain vibe to those games. I feel like if you had like a like eight people. Like, uh, like a mug sort of situation. Everyone was a couple brewskis down.
2: That game would be fucking hilarious. Um, maybe, but but yeah, I, I think it's a bit too big for a party game because it's I don't know, it's four victims and three killers. Hmm. So, only one of you's, yeah, seven. So, one of you's only, uh, only one of you is the the chainsaw boy and then the rest of you are like the family
3: Hmm.
2: um who essentially assist chainsaw boy it it seems okay it seems reasonably well thought out i just checked on um open critic and it's um 76 so yeah yeah by all accounts not bad i don't know it just the mechanics are really unclear it just felt a bit clumsy i I don't know i just don't think they all are though to
1: be fair like even dead by daylight people swear by it It's, it's a bit it's a bit clunky here and there uh, Friday the Thirteenth was the same, clunky but kind of fun and a bit. You can mess around on it. Like all those games tend to be a similar sort of vein, but um,
3: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, I mean it, it. It does look quite fun. I feel like if you, yeah, if you could get a, a party of people together, it could it could be a good laugh.
3: Maybe,
2: oh. maybe. Especially if you're um, playing like Game Chat.
1: I imagine it's got like proximity and stuff like that, which could be kind of fun playing with the killers and stuff like that. And I
2: don't know, actually. We... didn't use it yeah
1: i imagine it probably has they normally do but yeah that's
2: hypothetical um and i've still been playing halo here or there game just feels fucking great just it's just a really good hop in and out little game and i was cooking the other day which helps what i don't know what it is about halo that makes you feel like a god when you're playing well and like an absolute sack of shit when you're not yeah Um, most of the time the latter for me yes yeah yeah No, i feel you Um, i don't know what it is i have lost my ability to snipe like people will stand still and i'll still miss their heads and it's just like it's it's embarrassing
1: (laughs) Hmm. something weirdly i'm quite good at sniping in halo infinite um i kind of know what you mean but in halo infinite i can do it i don't know why i think we even hopped on it wasn't even that long ago um and i picked up a sniper and just kind of popped
2: off with it i don't know i'm just very on and off with it there are times where i feel the same and i'm just i'm just clicking on heads but the other day was not that day, but, but I was playing well other than that. um, They've also, I don't, I don't think I've said this before, but like recently, like with all the updates and stuff they've been doing, they've like embraced the movement tech finally, because it was a bit, will they won't they? Mm-hmm. um, Like the, the curb sliding and all of that, they've kind of embraced it. So they've kind of made the window a bit easier, but it's a bit less busted if you're really good at it. But generally it's like an accessible thing now, um, okay. which I'm really happy about because that might you know that makes me really happy and i think that sort of movement in infinite in particular is quite unique to the game and it's quite um satisfying mm. so um I, it would really piss me off if they if they'd said like oh no we don't like this it's not competitive it's like who gives a shit if it's competitive
1: yeah Let me have well, fun. It's, it's, it's kind of funny because like um other fps's do the same thing i remember apex with all like the tap strafing and stuff like that when that was a yeah. thing they removed it um and then people were just like why are you removing like really hard to learn like movement tech and skill ceilings for people to reach and then they actually just added it back and now they've actually like embraced it like you see trailers you know apex trailers and they're literally mm. showing people tap strafing like in the trailers like they're like embracing like the movement as like a skill ceiling now and stuff like that cuz they had a bit of a revolt in the community when they like nerfed it and removed it it's quite funny. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely think it's the way to go. I feel like for the longevity of a game, having that skill mm-hmm. ceiling to be obtainable by your hardcore players is is beneficial to keeping the game alive and going.
2: Yeah, I, I do think there's a there's a um, there's a limit. Like I do understand regulating some tech yeah because uh, some of, of it can be a bit silly for high-end play you know it's like it's like gears gears is an example to me where they embraced it too much and now when you watch competitive gears it's like what the fuck am i looking at
1: yeah it looks what like am I yeah at? it looks like people are lagging yeah yeah it just doesn't look fun so like
2: not in the spirit of the game and i think there are some but, uh, there are times where that can happen where it's like you know apex is all about movement but you know let's say there's a tech where you can like I don't know, do something weird with your weapons that doubles the output or something and now it just all becomes about beaming everyone down from long range rather than actually moving around and chasing. You yeah. know? So, so it depends. It depends if it's in the spirit of the game. Um, and I think curb sliding really is for Halo even though it does piss some people off. Uh, but for the most part, people seem to be kind of happy about mm. that and I am as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still playing Hogwarts Legacy here and there. Uh, I'm on third trial i think that's four so will i make it in time probably not i'm kind of okay to put it down when starfield comes out um i you think can the game's probably blitz that quite, it's that quite quick though maybe i just it depends on the time i've got available um mm. so uh, yeah it just depends um I, I, as i've said before on previous shows i think it's okay uh open critic sitting on an 84 at the moment i think that's a bit high i think it's probably like a 75 to me um but so I'm fine with that. If I've enjoyed the time I've had with it. I'll be okay to put it down if I don't finish it um, before Starfield. Okay, yeah. And finally, Tim, mm-hmm. I played Remnant Two again with our with our friend. Oh, nice. Yeah, that was fun. Go through that Go nightmare on. run. Yeah, we started up a new uh, yeah nightmare campaign. Obviously, it's on your the one we're doing is on yours. Hmm. Um. Yeah, and it was to be fair, it was kind of crazy. We went into into Narud, which is like you know, the alien planet, and um, yeah. immediately got two instances of things that I've never seen before. Oh, that's good, nice, which is great. Which I thought that's kind of weird because I've run through Narud like three times now. Um, so, yeah, yeah, got a new sword, which is awesome, got a new pistol, which was also very cool. Um, so, yeah, game still. Game's still popping. I'm excited to see what they do for the future of that game. Um, but yeah, it's, um, they've done a great job with that. Yeah. That's my hodgepodge. Nice, man. Thank you. All right. Very quickly, just peering into the chat, you know, peeling back the uh, the film there. Tim is saying some gaming executive posted on LinkedIn that Starfield budget is over 200 million. Green assault. 200 million. I mean, yeah, I assume that's a lot.
1: I don't know. What's that in comparison to another big game that's been made recently? That you know? uh,
2: I think, I think Tim, I will have to correct me if I'm wrong here. I think from the ABK documents, some, some, somewhere it was leaked that God of War Ragnarok and The New Horizon were in the 150 million realm. Okay, so It's a bit higher than them. them that the strikes
1: that's me to as a high budget game as well. Yeah, I remember that oh, being yeah. quite high budget. Uh, Tim Tim said ESO budget is over two hundred million. Really? ESO? That's funny. I mean, I guess it is massive. Continued development yeah. again. Yeah, exactly. But like, yes, yeah, that's kind of crazy to think.
2: Yeah. Um. Yeah, so it seems in line with other AAA games. Yeah. Um. I, I would have thought it'd be a bit higher, to be honest, given the time. And the efforts they've put into the engine as well. I feel like engine work is always quite expensive, but that's just a feeling.
1: Not when it's poorly optimized. <laughs>
2: <laughs> nice, dude. Nice, Tim. Thanks, man. All right, let's get into some of the smaller stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Honorable mentions for this week. Episode 111. <laughs> The week before Starfield. Age of Empires 4, Shadow Dropped. Yeah. Cool. That that's kind of cool. Yep. Uh, well, opening night live, you know, Jeff Keeley's thing, which I watched. Um, Xbox had a pretty decent presence there, and obviously they've got a massive presence at, actually at the show floor. It's um, They're doing a really good job in soaking up a lot of the uh, the air in the room, you know, literally, and um, metaphorically. Yeah. Um, yeah age of empires 4 shadow drop onto console great um I, as i've said before and i'm an advocate for these pc games coming to xbox mm-hmm. at the same time however um they've lent heavily from what the team did with age of empires 2 i played it the other day actually i that, that, i guess that was another game well there you go um played two games with um with caden and uh yeah it's good it looks a lot better um it's not as big because it's a comparatively newer game more hmm. quality of life changes but the controls still feel pretty good yeah it's good I, um i like the flow of these games and they, they work they've done a good job on the controller um so out of nowhere you know another 83 open critic first party game nice for 2023 yeah yeah
1: so it's always cool yeah yeah because I, I know people have been waiting for a, for a date for this on console for a while so to to do another stealth drop is cool i i, I do like these um stealth drops that um, xbox seems to be getting in The trend of doing now i definitely think that um it's quite cool and i think they've they've also noticed it it resonates quite well with the community and uh weirdly i tend to think it can even boost like reviews up a couple points just be like here it is just out of nowhere like because people are just like oh wow and this came out of nowhere you know like it's it's kind of weird but i feel like it does you know I, i don't know some sort of like mind trick some jedi mind trick
2: yeah well i mean there was uh, you know if you remember at the time of um hi-fi rush there was some feelings that that is kind of what happened there as well that there wasn't yeah Yeah. to build up like fud um coming out 2022 the game just dropped and everybody was like oh wow and the reviews why um Mm -hmm. so i mean i guess we'll see um we'll see (laughs) with starfield you know um so, that's Age of Empires 4. Um, nice. Another thing at Gamescom, uh, there was a Starfield live-action trailer. You seen that? A live-action Starfield trailer? Have you seen that? I
1: think I saw it, yeah. It wasn't very long, was it? It was like a minute long,
2: or like a minute and a half long. Something like that. Yeah, it yeah. goes up to space, looks at some shit, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, I did see that.
1: Yeah, it's cool. I Actually, I dig a live-action trailer. Tell you what, like they can be really shit
2: sometimes but i quite like them i think they're kind of cool I'm, yeah i'm not opposed to them it it just kind of it just kind of depends it's a big execution thing it just kind of depends Mm. oh there have been some awful ones don't get me wrong but Mm. like Mm. eh, i quite like it yeah yeah i liked it it was good um and it's quite funny because of course here we are one week to launch the marketing has finally ramped up you know um it was a bit of a dismay that was going on over the last few weeks oh where's the marketing here Here it is here it is um i don't know if you saw opening night live you know with jeff doing his live show and everything we had another fucking weirdo run up to the stage and try and shout something in the microphone
1: yeah what did he say he said like um (laughs) it was something about like it was gta 6 yeah gta 6 that was it yeah and then, uh, yeah, Jeff was just like, uh, he handled it pretty well, to trying be to... fair. He did. Yeah, he, well he was literally just like, oh, it's, it's kind of not cool. Like, there's a lot of it's people here. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of people here trying to show off their games. Yeah, it's a big deal for a lot of people. And you just fucking just shout on them by shouting GTA 6 just live on stage.
2: Knock him out on stage. Yeah. You know <laughs> Imagine. I mean? Clotheline him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> just so like, he got in my personal space.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a Yeah.
1: was nerd all over <laughs> me.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It was really weird. He just ran up and was like, Yeah, GTA 6, GTA 6. There Bill were like Clinton a couple of like them. 6. There were
1: like people behind him with like t shirts that they made and they were like lifting up t shirts and shit like that. It's just like, Oh, were well, is... Yeah. I was like, oh, What gosh. is happening here? I was like, It's a fucking planned attack for GTA 6. What's going through yeah, your brain? So you really trolling. think this, this yeah. is gonna help? Oh, that that's gonna speed up development, is it?
2: Yeah, this will be funny. This will be <laughs> really funny. Good job, buddy. Yeah, that was hilarious. We're all fucking laughing. Yeah, enjoy um, fucking prison. And um, yeah, there was a reasonably big presence opening night life for Starfield. Um, Inon the composer of like most of the. Bethesda Game Studios games. He's done. He's a really prolific composer in the games industry. He did Fallout Four. I think he did Elder Scrolls. Uh, mm. A lot of the Elder Scrolls stuff. Um, did a live piano performance of the, you know, the main theme Starfield, which was very nice. Let's go. And and then straight after being invaded on the stage, um, Todd came up on stage and he was he was a bit shaken as well. Like you could tell he was a bit thrown off because, like, literally straight after he was like, right, okay, I'm moving on. We're gonna bring Todd up, <laughs> and okay. Todd was high like, oh, up I don't know, it would have been hilarious if Todd's just like...
1: GTA 6.
2: <laughs> Bill Clinton really wants to play GTA 6. Uh, Shouts out to his brother. He's like, I got you. Yeah. Fucking um, clear, rabbi. So, yeah, he spoke about his... Um, you know, he spoke about Starfield a bit, what it means and things like that. And that's where he said the infamous line, which... You know, it is down to interpretation ultimately, and I, I don't choose think. to liberally interpret it as semen. Hmm. I don't think a sentence like that should semen. come out of someone's
1: mouth <laughs> trying <laughs> to promote their game in a professional <laughs> sense. But well, who am I to judge?
2: Yeah, who are you to
1: judge, the Todd Father? So you actually said if there was a game that was going to make him carve it, it was
2: And There's I mean, that is technically there. correct. Those are the... That is the... That is technically correct. That is a sentence that came out of Todd's mouth in that order. Does Todd yes, married. Does said. Todd have kids? Uh, we don't know. He's very private about his personal life. I assume he does. I can't wait I get to get him on the show and crack him open like an egg. It's really getting <laughs> <deep>. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you study, some of my
2: therapy Todd? skills if we grew up. Yeah. What's going on? Why are you always frowning? Yeah. What's that about? Yeah. Why do you get a haircut, Todd? Another haircut. I <laughs> always have the same haircut. Yeah. <laughs> What's up with that leather jacket? What was that leather jacket? So, is it real leather? Yeah, I I simply ripped it out of context. What he was he was talking about coming to Gamescom. It's the first time that he came to Gamescom and he said if there was a game that was going to make me come it was starfield oh, <laughs> oh i get it it's a bit <laughs> it's not really a bit i mean he did st- that was still how i heard it i mean i don't know if that's a reflection of me or of todd but
1: that's no it, was- it sounds legit if there was a game that was going to make me come it was starfield like come over to me i think he just wanted to
2: no 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 no. i just you think, think it was the double to get entendre do you yes i do yeah i do I think okay. he wanted to say that he's been coming over his own game. Did, and... did he crack a smile when he said it?
1: Did he? Did he look <laughs>
2: cheeky? I thought I thought he looked a bit cheeky, but I think Todd always looks a bit cheeky. So you know, he have I a know? wet patch in his in his jeans? <laughs> anyway. I don't. Th- I
1: couldn't. I could see. I'd have to stand ask. Standing life there with like an, an oyster remember. in his pants. Do you think an oyster? Yeah, it's like an expression. His voices are like gooey. Wet, like him like Come. come. <laughs> why are, you, why are you so shocked? You said the word come like 10 times. I say it once. You're like, come.
2: You're really crossing a line here, Tim. I know you're really, you're really pushing it too far. Oh, All right. So let's move on from this. We've got more to get through. Um, Arrow forgot about that. Arrow History Untold, that strategy game, uh, shown off uh, a couple of years ago. I think 2020 mm. originally, maybe. It's the one with the bird, and it had like with the bird, yeah, yeah, and the pyramids, yeah, and all that. <laughs> um, they got some gameplay. Um, got a 2024 release date, opening night live. Um, Sweet. I'm gonna be honest, I thought it looked a bit rough i don't know it didn't look that good yeah probably a good Um, thing right what why what's a good thing this is not coming to xbox from what i heard yeah it will no it's just a when it's just a matter of when but yeah It's, it's annoying yeah i you know but yeah. these fucking games on it's like the chicken egg problem with all these games. It's like, oh, but people on Xbox, there isn't much demand for strategy on Xbox. It's like, never will is be. Is that true? Until you put it on. I love strategy games. I don't know. Yeah. One of my
1: favorite games I played recently was a strategy
2: game, Marvel Midnight Suns. Big up. Oh, that that reminds me. Caden just fucking bought that. The kid has an impulse problem. He has I an impulse problem. I thought he just bought Boulder's <laughs> He's such a wang. He's such a little fucking. Wang. How is he planning on
1: playing Boulders Gate, Marvel Midnight Suns, and Starfield? Oh, by the way, I shit you not. Like notification says that he's online every single morning at seven <laughs> at seven thirty, and yeah. I think he's I just on until he sleeps. But anyway, it's more of a private discussion.
3: <laughs>
2: but it's really triggering me. <laughs> How can have someone have that much free time and work in the army? How can that happen? I don't know. Our army's a joke. That's why. Well, political. We don't need an army. Now you're talking my language.
1: Anyone we don't need NASA and us, we don't we'll need an him, army. We'll buy them out with fucking scones.
2: Yeah, Easy. It's not that hard, is it? Are we just go back to trading. Like... Exactly. Yeah.
1: Don't shoot us. We'll give you scones and tea. Done. <laughs>
2: What's Easy. that? You want our our land and our women and our animals? I, firstly, a bit sexist. Secondly, um, scones. <laughs> Secondly, my wife. You can have her. scones. <laughs> yeah. So that's error. Um, I enough. don't know. I don't know. It just. I thought it just. It didn't do much to sell me because the idea is that it's like a alternate timeline strategy game you know, shit happens and you pick your leader You know, it could be Gandhi
0: but oh, then it's like a
2: cyborg or some shit, I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, I'm out. Uh, but that would have been fine, that's an angle and th- that is the angle, the angle is that it's like alternate timeline. I what, fucking Kano Gandhi? No, I'm alright. What's
1: wrong with Kano Gandhi? <laughs> a lot. <fine.
2: laughs> There's a lot wrong with that. There's a cast system joke in there, but I can't quite find it. That's fine. Um, so, yeah, whatever. We'll see how that goes. It's obviously, I did forget that that was coming 2024, so that does leave us still with like five first party titles next year. Five of them, miscounted? Have oh, I miscounted? No, I haven't. Microsoft likes him. Hellblade, Avowed. Taborn. Arrow. S- Even 10. as we know it, next year's looking pretty stacked. Stalker 2, because it got delayed.
1: Yeah, which I'm not fucking happy about. I've yeah, so was... many game delays in our fancy critic. It's unreal. I had something That's else rip. delayed as well recently. I forgot what it was. It was obviously Final Fantasy happened and I dropped it. And then yeah. that happened just then. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um something else as well. I can't log in for some reason. Oh yeah, I can. What else got delayed? Let me just quickly do this. It'll be no more than 10 seconds, I promise. I'll lovely viewers. I mean, we'll let
2: you off as long as you keep entertaining us in the meantime
1: Yeah I am, I'm constantly talking Alright so, oh yeah, Flintlock <laughs> Siege of Dawn that's, <laughs> been that's been delayed as well yeah. So fuck me right, I don't think I can drop Anymore either so Yeah Yeah you suck Yeah, Blasphemous 2 did alright for me though
2: <laughs> Oh yeah, 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 fair play. yeah, yeah To I still be got fair I, j- I just Climbed out of the negatives just yeah, in August. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm still in it. But, I suck.
1: But I've got yeah, I've still got Marvel I've still got Spider Man two. I've still got Lords of the Fallen, which I actually think is gonna do pretty well. And then I've still got um Persona Five Tactical, uh, Tactica which I think will do well as well. So I think I'll yeah, be no, yeah, shit, I think shit.
2: I'll be in the positives quite easily. I've I've been moving stuff around on the slide because I was like I need to you know I need to salvage some sort of I'd
1: grab payday. Payday three looks like it here. could be actually pretty art I'm not
2: grabbing pay, though.
1: I don't trust that at all. Like, I, I don't think it's going to be negatives. I think it might be like a nice eighty. I, I, I don't think it's going to go uh, nuts. I'd but. be very
2: surprised if it crossed eighty. Really? I've heard good things about yeah. it so far. Well, they're, they're fun, oh. but I, yeah, I don't know. Um, but I did just have Armored Core. Got oh yeah, crispy fifteen points. Yeah, 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 yeah. Armored um, Core, it's good. And that's that's pulled me out of the well. Of negatives that I had from Bayonetta Origins, which got an 81 apparently, and obviously Redfall. You know, fuck me. Mm-hmm. God, it still hurts. Yeah, that's rough. Never gets
1: any easier. Do you think From Software can make a bad game?
2: Did like, do they have it in them? I mean, I can believe anything like, after what
1: Redfall. IP do you think you could give them
2: to fuck them over? To try
1: and <laughs> fuck them over, and they'd still Banjo Kazooie. <laughs> nah, that's too easy. Too easy. I mean, too easy. Well, they nail be... it just easily. Needs to be more
2: rogue. Yeah, Badger Kazoo very loved. What do you mean? No, but I don't. I don't think they have the the know-how to make like a proper platformer with a fun story. <laughs> it's like, oh, you picked up a twig. Look at the lore of this twig. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm buying that. It fell from a tree. Oh, I did it. Um yeah. But I dropped a couple of things as well and I picked up Super Mario RPG remakes. I thought Nintendo, everything Nintendo gets reviewed yeah, they poop exceedingly well. Yeah, they get the Nintendo like buffer, you know. Um and <laughs> on the sly last week I picked up Modern Warfare 3, didn't I? Oh wow. Sweet that up. Yes, yeah, yeah. that's that's gonna be a banger. Yeah, I'll get you some points. And I've got Starfield, and I've got Warhammer Forty K. So you know, I think I can I can reclaim a bit of um, a bit of myself there. <gasps> Sorry, shit my mic. <laughs> yeah, that was so, so scary. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, that's our fancy critic. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, do we, is there anything else to say about Stalker Two? Oh yeah, I guess the only other thing is I heard some impressions were a bit not great and i think there's some gameplay floating around and i've heard that that gameplay isn't great i haven't seen it myself yet Mm -hmm. um yeah the trailer didn't blow me away uh it still looks good um and
1: i like the atmosphere it's going for but yeah there are some gameplay (laughs) moments even in the trailer that made me think this looks this looks a little rough like in terms of just like the actual like shooting mechanics and stuff like that but um yeah i i got very metro vibes from it like metro exodus vibes and stuff like that and the shooting's a bit clunky in that but then when you actually play it and you realize the pace of the game and the pace of the enemies and stuff like that it actually flows better than you think um so yeah. once you get your hands in it sometimes they feel better than they
2: look yeah yeah okay yeah we'll have to see um <laughs> I, I'm not putting many of my eggs in the stalker basket to be honest. You know, they've had such a fucking difficult time making their game that I you've just gotta expect there's some sort of difficulty bumps. Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm not expecting it to be like, yeah, insane or anything. I'm expecting it to be just just okay, I think. Um, based on the troubled development. Yeah. I mean, yeah, who who knows if none of this stuff ever happened and you know, the war and all this kind of stuff, you know, maybe the game would have turned out better, but yeah,
2: hard to say. Yeah. Um. Okay. Um. Dark Tide finally got a release date for Xbox. Can you believe that? Oh, that's us go. We getting the bug-free yeah, version? What's going on? A bug-free version one month within Starfield. I mean, just what the fucking hell happened here? Yeah. What the fuck happened here? <laughs> like, I cannot believe. Like, Xbox are never working with Fat Shark again. Like, Jesus Christ, what a fuck up? Yeah, um, they really had a hit on their hands here. They like released it too early. Oh, no, well, what was it? It got delayed like three times, mm-hmm. and then when it did come to release, they were like, "By the way, JK, not releasing it on Xbox."
1: -hmm.
2: PC version. That is coming whenever we say so. Yeah, PC version sucks, like in the 60s. Um, and then eight months later, no longer, ten months later, we get it within the same month as Starfield. just what fucking happened, man. Mm. They're just sending this out to die, in my opinion. Like, I I think they know it's it's at best it's been improved to a, a low 70. Yeah, um, and it's something I might pick up, but it's not. It's not going to be for
1: a while, like a, a, a long time, uh, with the sort of milestone releases that are coming um, between Xbox. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's just yeah, you're right. It's just kind of set sent out to die. It's one of those situations where it's like, if you can get out, get out. I don't care when it is. Just fucking
2: doesn't matter at this point. You guys fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just I mean yeah, maybe I'm being a bit too harsh on open Critic. the game's sitting on a 74 and that's after 69 reviews. But let's oh, go. I don't know. I was I was expecting better considering Vermintide is an 83. Vermintide 2 that is. Yeah. You know, it's just it's just all round a bit of a letdown so unless there's a big leap between Then then the Xbox launch. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get our friends together and play it for a bit. Um, it always looked great. Like I was I was genuinely very excited for this. It's it's Mm -hmm. part of why I'm uh, upset by the the state of everything with it. So um, you know. Yeah. See how it goes. Okay, final honorable mention for today then. Um, Todd, Toddy Howard. Todd, I'm gonna come for Starfield, Howard. Mm -hmm. Um it's halfway through executive producing for Indiana Jones. This was just mentioned in an interview. Just thought it would be uh, fun to have a look at. So to try and get an idea for timescale here. We, we don't know. I had a quick look. We don't know when Indiana Jones began development. It, it was announced in 2021, obviously, by Machine Games. And the last game that Machine Games had made was 2019's Youngblood. We know how mm. that went down. But um, the last mainline title was New Colossus in 2017.
1: Yeah, so you'd like to think it's been around mm-hmm. for it it's been floating around for a little while
2: yeah maybe your team was spun off after New Colossus in 2018-2019 or the whole team just moved on to it after Youngblood in 2020 um, hmm. either way Todd's role as executive producer probably lines up with halfway through the development so we're probably looking at a 2025 or a 2026 release date yeah yeah hmm. um, just reading the tea leaves, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be surprised if yeah we see it next year, and if we do, it'll be right, right at the back end of the year. Um, yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, game just still remains a bit of an enigma to me, to be honest. Um, I, I think it's a good IP to have. It's you know it it can be your uncharted competitor if, if that's the angle you want to take it, but we don't know if it's like first person. Like we've joked around before that it's like gonna, it's going to be like Indiana Jones Quake. Like PvP where you're like running <laughs> around so like funny. whipping each other. <laughs> yeah, that'd be so funny. I want that. Yeah. Yeah. Um so we, we don't know. I, I think there was some early speculation or rumors or leaks or whatever that, that it had a bit of both bit of, bit of, sorry, bit of first person and a bit of third person. So, you know, um we'll just have to see. Machine games are very competent and Todd's supervising, so
3: mm.
2: I'm sure it'll be in the end, but not much else to go on. Yeah okay everyone dear viewers um if you're still here or you're with us after the fact we are done with today's honorable mention so we're moving into the main stories um we'd really appreciate a like it's it's a titular episode i said this at the beginning it's it's titular mm. like i said starfield comes out at 60 next week xbox dies Oh, if
1: it dead. does come out at 60, that's, that's that's a fucking serious hit. That's a real problem. I don't think there's a single universe where Starfield comes out that low. <laughs> not one. Not one Not universe. a single universe.
2: No. Give me a what time, and I'll show you. What about the universe where Jim Ryan possesses Todd Howard like he goes inside his body and has been doing so for the last three years? So even then. All right. Todd's got
1: Todd's okay. spirit level is relatively high. He can he can keep <laughs> Jim Ryan at bay at
2: least to make it at least a 75 Starfield game. Spirit level. Wow. Yeah. Fair enough. All right then. Yeah. I'm convinced I've been persuaded. So, in what is was probably the biggest news of the week. Uh, Xbox has pro- pro- proposed a restructure of the ABK deal to satisfy the CMA. That deal is selling their cloud rights to the ABK games to Ubisoft. I'm not going to pretend I know the ins and outs of all of this. I've done some reading, I've tried to do my due diligence. You know, I'm not a lawyer, I'm definitely not a merger and acquisitions lawyer, but I am. A human. Uh, really? I am a human. <laughs> so with that in mind, let's see what I can fuck up. You know, it, it it must be quite easy to do. So, what do we know? We know that the the Xbox of Microsoft made a deal with the EU primarily, the EEA, you know, the European Economic Area, to push their games to new cloud services and that resulted in or will continue to result in their games going to smaller cloud services. If you remember Ubitus, um there are a couple of other ones as well I'm I'm struggling to remember, but I'm sure you you remember that they they Xbox offered to put their games on their services and they've been like, yeah, great. Yeah it was like geo um, and that... now was another one and wasn't it? Um yeah. Yeah. Yeah so that is being maintained so within that area um games are not being sold through ubisoft or or rather the games aren't being sold to ubisoft via cloud um everywhere else in the world though this is this is an international thing this is not just a uk thing this is happening everywhere um and this is really to me sounds like Microsoft lawyers being like fuck it you know fuck this fuck this fine here you go you know Mm -hmm. um And, you know, it really, it seems like the CMA got what they were after um, in really kneecapping the cloud component of this deal. Um, I mean, is there anything, before we go any further, you know, what's like, what jumps off the page to you about this? Like, what are some questions that you immediately have? Maybe, you know, the audience members are also having. Um, But yeah, uh,
1: I mean, I just don't really know what it means. So in the sense of, so they have to be purchased through like ubisoft's like launches and platforms and all that kind of stuff is that what this means i don't do ubisoft even have like a cloud sort of provider sort of
2: system they they do ubisoft plus do on one of their upper ends of their um, Ubisoft Plus uh, subscription services, but but hmm. no, it, it doesn't mean that. The details remain really unclear, so there's no definitive answers we can really give. Um, as far as I'm aware, what it means is is that the rights to streaming ABK games by default go to Ubisoft. With okay. those rights, Ubisoft can do what they like. They can offer them on their services. Um, Xbox can pay them to buy them back for X Cloud. Okay. Um, Ubisoft might choose. just go to the highest bidder they might just put them on loads of platforms just to get more revenue um we don't know um but ubisoft would be in the driver's seat to make that decision essentially they're probably going to take the more money hungry decision
1: if i know ubisoft
2: yes not probably
1: not the most pro consumer
2: (laughs) uh company so it's a bit of a weird one because it's just the cloud rights to just the ABK ABK portfolio, and it's for the next fifteen years. So it's for all the games released in the next fifteen years. After that, the license come back to Microsoft. Mm-hmm. I mean, what does this kind of tell you? Like, what what are you? What's kind of your interpretation of what this means? Not just for the deal, or maybe you do have some insights there, but also like for xbox's strategy i mean like what what do you think considering how stu- like staunchly against giving up cloud they were to begin with
1: um um i mean it just seems like xbox care more about having these exclusive on their their hardware right they they see these games as more system sellers rather than um play it anywhere and uh, you know anywhere you want via our cloud services and stuff like that you know they still got plenty of options um, first party wise, to have cloud streaming and all sorts of games um, running on cloud via their first party, but like, yeah, it just seems like maybe they see Activision Blizzard games just um, working better for for hardware. You know, maybe they're they're looking at their catalog, their portfolios, and thinking a lot of this stuff isn't actually that demanding for for cloud use anyway, like Overwatch for mm. cloud, you know, that sort of thing. I know like stuff like Diablo actually fits quite nicely into cloud. I would imagine, you know, those games are relatively chill and low key to the point you could probably play them cloud quite nicely. But yeah, maybe that's mm. just the sort of angle they're looking at. You know, it's just a small, small slice of the pie, really, you know, and they still get to have have these things um, on their hardware and have ABK as, as, as hardware sellers. You
3: know, Mm -hmm.
1: I guess.
2: I think that's. I think it's no. I think it's a really good angle. Um, I think it does say a lot about how Xbox feels about cloud right now. Um, and I think it also says a lot about how much this deal means to them. The fact that they've been investing in cloud for so long, and they're willing to just be like, you know what? Fine, we won't have the license for the biggest game in the world on cloud. Mm Hmm. Because we want to open it all and we want to use it for our console and our PC and our ecosystem, which cloud is a part of, but ultimately we're willing to forego that for now. Yeah. And um, I think it says a lot. You know, we've heard from the court cases that cloud isn't, it's not doing that great, frankly. No. Um, yeah. You know, maybe to them, this is just kind of the 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 turn where it's like, you know, maybe we need to start thinking about reframing this or choosing a different strategy or re-angling. That's kind of what it feels like to me, um, mm. because this, this feels like a big deal, and they wouldn't do this lightly, unless they really wanted to deal through. Um, I don't think it's a bad thing. I do like their cloud angle. I didn't need them to be pushing it as their primary thing, which I don't think they were. They already said it was supplementary, but mm. I didn't want to them... I don't want Xbox or Microsoft to get to a place where they no longer feel they need to produce a console. I yeah. like what they do with hardware.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I, I've I, always seen cloud as just a bit of like an add on. Like it, it's nice to have, yeah. but it's not, it's not necessarily, you don't need to put all your chips into that basket. And I definitely think that, yeah, like you said, they've been pushing that um, in the past and really going in that direction. And now with, you know, with having Cloud in the oven for a little while and having it work at a pretty decent quality and a pretty decent state, you know, Cloud's in, in in a pretty good area right now and they're still seeing, you know, like the the, the users on it and you know, how popular it is, percentages or that sort of stuff. It's still not really that high. They're probably thinking, you know, we can still have it and we can still have it for all of these first buys we have and great games pass, all that kind of stuff, but like we don't necessarily need to push it with every single um every single thing you know and 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 if this can get the deal through that they want like you said this really it's a big deal to them um they're happy to just chop off that section of it um it makes sense yeah
2: great and I, as well, you know, even now there are more and more native entries into the gaming kind of ecosystem. You know, particularly portable things are you know picking up at the moment, aren't they? With the mm-hmm. um, the ASUS Rog Ally, the Steam Deck, and there's more that I can't remember. But you know, this if Xbox just wants their games to be on those platforms as well, or are games pass accessible through them, I think that makes sense. I think the cloud is a bit harder to sell. Um, you know or putting the game through steam you know things like that you know all examples i think that makes that's a more um understandable angle for you for your typical consumer um, mm-hmm. rather than cloud um again not that i think cloud is bad i i like cloud i like what they're doing with cloud but to them i think to me it just demonstrates what how what they're they're like kind of reassessing their hierarchy of, of importance a bit
3: mm.
1: yeah agreed
2: um, okay. Was there anything I wanted to else I wanted to add here? So, yeah, we we don't know how it's going to turn out. I think the the only thing that that struck me here is like, like, you know, will for ABK games for the next fifteen years, you know, does this mean that essentially Xbox have by default lost out on the possibility of exclusivity? You know, because realistically, can it? You know. <laughs> How much does the message get dampened if Blizzard announced their new IP? It looks amazing. And Xbox say it's exclusive, but there's a caveat because Ubisoft have sold the streaming rights to PlayStation and PlayStation want that on their console, uh, but only via streaming. Would PlayStation even want to do that? Is the first question. You know, would they want mm. a subpar experience compared to other consoles available? Um, and would they also want their customers essentially paying xbox through their (laughs) store you know um so you know it's a bit of a push and pull of like would playstation want that or or maybe even switch you know i don't know Um, i don't think so and would it impact the messaging of an exclusivity if it did if it did exist on all consoles yeah what do you think i mean it would definitely create a lot of confusion which is not
1: good for uh for the user base. Like it's nice to have just clear and concisive like I think that's one of the best that's one of the things I like about um, what Xbox are doing in terms of buying up studios and making these deals is you know at least it it, it remains clear. You know, it it, it's not it's not like muddied water like with timed exclusivity and stuff like that. Um yeah it, it would definitely become confusing and I don't think it's something that PlayStation are probably gonna to wanna to entertain because like you said, it's kinda they're they're kind of still generating revenue um, for Xbox, right? To provide a subpar experience to to their um users. Plus isn't this isn't streaming only available with the highest tier of PlayStation subscription as well?
2: Um I think I think you're right.
1: I so think they need right. to be on the it's such a niche sort of I don't know. It's like that. It's like oh, people have to be on the highest tier. They're probably going to still charge a cost for the game, right? Or would they just let them stream it based on the fact that they have that tier for free? Yeah,
2: it's a good, it's a good question. We don't know. There's there's a lot of question marks that still remain. But it, it's a it's a really good point you're bringing up. Yeah, keep going. Yeah.
1: So I, I I don't know, but it doesn't seem like something they'd want to do. It just seems like overall, it's a very confusing. And like you said subpar experience um, and I just don't see how you can sell that in a positive light um, to to your users um, yeah it's kind of weird so, that's all lots say. of
2: the details remain to be seen and um, ultimately ultimately this is good for Microsoft. This will get the through this will get the deal through. yeah, absolutely no doubts. You know this was the fuck it button. Um and if there was any Ubisoft and Xbox have had a reasonably close relationship for a while now, you know Ubisoft Plus was first on their console, game Pass you know titles on Game Pass and some other um, links that I'm, I'm struggling to draw on right now, it it probably makes them closer business partners, you know mm-hmm. um in some ways. Uh, unless, of course, they just acquire Ubisoft afterwards. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Imagine. That'd be
1: so funny. Um, Uno Reverse, the but, biggest Uno I,
2: Reverse from fucking Phil Spencer yeah. ever. <laughs> Uno Reverso. Um, so, other than that, um, you know, it's just a matter of going through the procedural waiting list that we've already been going through for the last um, 16 and a half years. Um... CMA are doing another review so we're going to get a phase one um, a lot of people are confident from what I'm reading that they're going to approve it on phase one um, you might remember last time they did this uh, phase one um, they what did they do I think they approved it on phase one and then blocked it on phase two phase two is like a deeper look yeah if uh, if, if they weren't kind of satisfied with with phase one so you know Given how long they've already looked at it, um, there's hope that they will just get rid of it uh, on phase one. Um, there is still a little bit of worry that there's a conspiracy and a plan to time the deal out, um, because there are there are certain dates where if the deal isn't done by a huge figure gets taken out of Microsoft, you know, we're talking four billion, uh, you know, nearly a Bethesda. Um. And like shit, like this keeps going on and keeps pushing the date back. Um, So it is getting into dodgy territory. But you know, if if CMA are happy with this decision, then hopefully there is to prove, and we can all move past this and and you know see what happens next. And it is crazy to think about, it, isn't it? You know, we've we've spoken about what this year looks like, what next year looks like, and that's not even including any possible additions of ABK into the Game Pass catalog, yeah. let alone any exclusives that may come from there or any ex- exclusivity. So you know, clearly the console still um, in a really the brand isn't. Just, Strongest place it's ever been in, 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 in my opinion.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, hundred percent. Unless Starfield is a
2: sixty, <laughs> unless Starfield is a sixty, then we're fucked. <laughs> then we're fucked. Yeah, saver. Um, if you're interested, I'm not going to go over it verbatim, but there is a um, uh, Phil sent out an internal memo to the team covering kind of the ins and outs, um, and, and the what it kind of means ubisoft put up a blog post about it um themselves um that they're gonna be um having the streaming rights to apk games call of duty and more a lot of the details are, are yet to be wrinkled out and with the example we were talking about of exclusivity it's perfectly possible that xbox can could just negotiate like they do with any other publisher you know case by case and like ask for the streaming rights for this game mm-hmm. you know we we'll, we'll Pay you in perpetuity, or we'll pay you a you know a lump sum to have the streaming rights for Blizzard and UIP. Yeah. We want total lockdown exclusivity on this game. So yeah, we'll, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I wanted to really quickly. I don't I don't have it actually in the story, but um, the the PlayStation port uh, Portal got announced properly this week, didn't it? Yeah, uh, oh, did little handheld thing
1: yeah oh yeah yeah i saw something about
2: this yeah yeah that's cool um yeah Weird. we spoke about it on the show it, it was it used to be the project q light didn't it um mm. so they're giving it a name and a price um and the accessories now um so this is the funny thing right uh, people are like shitting on this left right and center across the board and they were before because it's a remote play device not a streaming device They've they've explicitly said you can't stream on it yeah, you've got to be connected to Wi-Fi. You can connect to other Wi-Fis, and it will, you know, presumably turn your PlayStation on. And I think that's fine. It's a 1080p screen, capable of 60 frames, has the DualSense stuff. Hmm. Um right, I yeah. think it's kind of cool. Yeah, I think it's, I fine. Think it's kind of cool. Two hundred dollars, two hundred quid, because it's a one-to-one conversion rate. Because who fucking knows why? Yeah, um, stupid. It's not so extortionate though. No, it's good, 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 good price point. I would say good price hmm. point. Agreed. But then the more you speak about it, the worse it gets. Um, why doesn't it have Bluetooth? It doesn't have Bluetooth, Tim.
1: Uh... You've got to use their own
2: proprietary headphones. You know those headphones they announced? Got to use them. Do you know how much they cost? The same as the fucking console. What? I was
1: going to say like 75 or something. They cost the same as the console, the headphones. That's <laughs> nah, got to be a joke. There has to be a joke. How can they justify fucking earbuds costing the same as a fucking remote play console? Portable. I don't understand.
2: No Bluetooth? You're asking an excellent 2023? question. 2023? No Bluetooth? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sony's PlayStation wireless earbuds will cost $199. Oh, what?
1: So if you it's don't have quid. those, you play on mute. You just play muted. There's no out. there's no speakers. You, I mean, is there any speakers? There are it?
2: presumably... I, I assume there are speakers in it, I actually don't know, but I'm going to assume they are in it. And no but orcs thing is still, for... No, the sort of person oh, no. who wants this device doesn't want to play it out loud. <laughs> That's the whole yeah. point of yeah. having it in your house.
1: <laughs> That's fucking dumb.
2: Yeah. That is, and that just—I think—they just killed the product with that. To be honest, that's the dumbest shit I've ever seen.
1: I—I I, I understand the concept of upsell, but you have to do it within reason. Like, if you price that at like sixty-five or seventy, you're probably going to get people buying the console with the headphones, but you're not going to have people now spending four hundred pounds for this. Essentially, as a complete product, then it becomes a ridiculous price point. I mean, what price is a Steam
2: Deck? Um, there's different models, but the cheapest like, one I think is 350, and the expensive one I think is 600.
1: And that shit's got Bluetooth, and you can use it with these headphones here. You can use it with any headphones, probably. Probably got an aux yep. port. I don't know, but like, that's absurd. You're right. You're kind of just killing. You're kind of just killing your own fucking. That's so. I oh.
2: so I don't understand because the rest of the PlayStation is really good. I really like that the Play- PlayStation supports Bluetooth. Xbox doesn't. Mm. I wish I could just connect my headphones sometimes. I don't want to wear my big bulky headset at times, yeah, but I yeah, can't. I don't, don't have that option yeah. on Xbox. But the difference is, is that because these consoles have been around for a while, and Xbox are very good with backwards compatibility, you know, there's a kind of um, an ecosystem of headphones that you can choose from, but on this it's like, well, yeah, you know how you can use Bluetooth on the console? Nah, I can't use it. Here. Well, you know, you bought those Bluetooth headphones for your console? Nah, I can't use them here. You've got to buy our other ones, which are the same cost as the fucking console. So when you're getting them together, it's basically the price for PS5 um slim, you know, the one without the disc. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, killed that's it. absolutely that's, killed it. Yeah, that's absurd to me, yeah.
2: Wow. Um So, yeah, just wanted to touch on that because that was a funny news story this week.
1: Yeah. Thing Plus, is I quite
2: like it. I quite like that product, but it's that's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, yeah. Plus, we don't even know how um how any of the other things work. Because if there's anything to go by, <coughs> the DualShock controllers, uh, what are they call they no, they're not called DualShock. What are they called? Uh, DualSense. DualSense controllers uh, have the shittest battery life I've ever fucking experienced in a controller in my life. So, what the fuck is this thing gonna be like? like i imagine it could have a dumpy battery life that's solely based on the fact that the, i know the controllers suck and it's essentially a controller with a screen <laughs> i don't know but like i have a very real expectation that this will have a fucking dumpy ass battery life as well which is not ideal for a portable console
2: no there sony are really missing the mark. It's just as well that the console is popping off because all of their other hardware is really missing the mark. Yeah, um, their VR's not doing too high either, is it? No. Um, you know, and it's like, it, it, I'm glad that Xbox did give this pause uh, before rushing into VR, before rushing into a portable. If they do, you know, I hope they do one. Pr- I really want them to. I just hope they do one properly because I would happily splash out on like a a Switch level Console, you know, 300 quid or three hundred dollars, whatever, you know, or maybe, maybe even a bit higher if it had all the proper stuff, you know, and it ran stuff natively and had all the bells and whistles. Um, but there's a real market for that right now, I think. Yeah, so,
1: and there's definitely a le- learn from your competitors' mistakes sort of situation they could do here as well. So, yeah, yeah, definitely.
2: Cool. Okay, so moving away from this, um, I said at the top of the show I wanted to give a bit of time to Towerborn, um. Which, as I say, is the first time anyone's got to play it and we've got to hear about impressions and thoughts because it was playable at Gamescom. There was some IGN uh, gameplay that went up, so um, have you got that running on your end, Tim? Hopefully that came yes, through. Yes, mate. Of course I have. Oh, fucking sick. I haven't seen this. Fucking noob. No, I don't think you're a noob, man. I don't think you're a noob. Um... And there's also uh, yeah nice Xbox Wire article, which I'm just going to open on my end. might be worth just opening on your end, uh, cause just because I'll reference it, but leave the gameplay up because I kind of want to see it <laughs> while we're talking as well. well I can't have, um, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I guess, yeah, just in the background. Um, okay, so... One thing I immediately took away, and one of the things I kept hearing from everyone... And I'm now seeing why. Is that the animations for this are all really good? Yeah. <laughs> They're all really like bouncy and crunchy. It's so um... smooth,
1: yeah, and nice, yeah.
2: Nice to see some more uncut gameplay because it, it was hard to get a sense of like how the moment to moment felt. Um, but this is looking slow enough where it's not chaos. Do you know what I mean? I have a problem sometimes with the busy screens get a bit chaotic.
1: Yes, yeah, and it can just go. Yeah, it can, everything can look a bit mental, and your depth perception is just all fucking over the place because these sort of yeah. games really fuck with my depth perception. I'm not gonna lie. Um, yeah, yeah but yeah, no, it, yeah, it looks relatively slow. Um, to the point, it's still kind of hack and slashy, but it's not. Yeah, like you said, mm-hmm. it's not just a fucking rain, a hurricane of colors, and you don't even know what you're hitting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks nice. I can also so speak- see like animal orb looking things too, which I'm pretty hyped about.
2: Yeah. they I believe they're called umbrals, reading reading through the article, umbrals. Okay. Um and uh, so, sorry to audio listeners, um, we've got some gameplay running in the background, uh, but we'll, we'll do our best to sort of describe what we're seeing as, as we already are. Um, but one of the things that it says in the article about kind of the accessibility of the game is this. The game is simply easy to pick up and dive into and even better with friends. Anyone can grab a controller and have fun mashing buttons and getting loot or to improve your character with. The combat is bouncy and accessible to a wide range of people as you play more and go deeper with the specific weapon uh, weapon specific combos and abilities you realize the combat is far deeper than you first thought you see a boss uh, a boss enemy's head sticking out the clouds up ahead on the world map and have a new goal to shoot for but to defeat it it may require reforging your war club and leveling up some gear the game just pulls you in and it's not a stress simulator it's a good time <laughs> like nice. a stress simulator
1: yeah yeah it's nice so yeah, they're going for their more sort of relaxed sort of vibe, just kind of, yeah, couch co op uh, Yeah, but online, obviously. Um, sort of vibe to it where it's not just intense and sweaty and grindy, but pick it up and have a good time.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely Castle Crashers
1: vibes here, isn't it? 100, definitely. Like, it's the most Castle Crashers game I've, I've seen since Castle Crashers. And that's not a bad thing at all. No, it's not a bad <laughs> thing at all. It's barely ever been done. You know, it's only been done, like, a, a handful of times. But, yeah, it's like a, it's like Castle crashes, but yeah, like, prettier and sort of high fantasy. And, yeah, it, it looks really cool, man. Like, I'm genuinely vibing with the gameplay I'm watching right now. Um, the weapons yeah, look cool. Also. Like, some of the combat with, like, this weird, like, almost gun lance thing they're using. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I, I've seen at least, sort of, five or six unique combos come out of most of the characters, you know, for these sort of weapons. Mm. Uh, and that's outside of any, like, abilities you have and stuff like that. Yeah, it looks really cool.
2: Art looks lovely as well. It's yeah. all hand-drawn. Really pretty. Self-shaded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, in terms of the style of the game, it, you might remember that the code name for the game was The Wandering Tower. And I think it gave a sense for that in the trailer that we saw in June. But, you know, you have the tower... That you kind of are building up and upgrading, and you move it around to different hexagons on the map, mm. um, that get you into these, these sorts of fights, which I thought was a, it's quite a cool way to do it. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is um, it's nice to see more. It was hard to get a sense of what it wanted me to think the game was, other than a bit castle crashery, um, at the showcase. And now I have a bit more of a sense of it, um, and it looks really fun. You know, impressions are really good, and it looks very. Responsive, it looks crisp. Um, yeah, yeah, the animations look really nice. There's a lot of detail there. Like, I'm just looking at how some of the enemies are moving as well. Like, there's so much wobbliness, yeah. There. It's always you know jiggle it's it's physics, wobbliness. yeah. Jiggle
1: Hopefully, there's some,
2: yeah. some boobs in this game and get behind that. <laughs> some dead or alive titty physics, yeah. Oh, let's go. That's what we need a nice <laughs> Unreal Engine 5 dead or alive beach party game. That's what we need because the fighting game. Yeah, because the fighting mechanics are just so good and there's no other reason. It's literally a dead it's or a alive.
1: I think it's called like dead or alive like beach party game if you've seen it, and all <laughs> it is is you just play like beach games and just give like presents and gifts to them and try and make them like fall in love with you. That's all it is. It's not even a fighting game. It's hilarious. It's just girlfriend simulator. Well. Wow.
2: Basically, yeah. And everyone's just Why is it called Dead or Alive? <laughs> I don't know, man. So, uh, just the closing thing then, because obviously I don't want to go over the whole article. But um, in regards to the umbras, right, which are little sp- spirit, and what were they called in Castle crushers Animal orbs. Animal orbs. Animal orbs. Which are the animal orb equivalents here? They're like little animals that are following you around. Um, it's important to reward you through exploration and discovery, and the combat system is designed with that in mind. Umbra, for example, provides abilities that amplify your combat to do things that aren't normally possible. Maybe it's something that holds an enemy in place, something that makes juggling easier, or maybe it's an umbra that fires a long-range projectile. Figuring out what each ability does is part of the fun and makes combat feel unique and expansive. So there you go.
1: Yeah? I'm digging
2: it. This looks really ready as well.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. What is the release window for this?
2: I think we've only got 2024 at the moment.
1: Okay yeah yeah just mean, this to to this work. slice or this level that they've made yeah it looks extremely polished and yeah runs great yeah, it looks ready yeah
2: it's ready to go yeah um so i'm really excited about this and um, this will be a lot of fun um, mm-hmm. for us to play definitely definitely my list yeah yeah fantastic so that's towerborn
3: mm,
1: very exciting who makes
2: this mm. game Stoic, Stoic Studios. They did
1: Banner Saga. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know Banner Saga. Yeah. Um...
2: Okay. Right. What's up next then? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, oh, what should we do first? I'll tell you what. Let's do um. Let's do the bouldersgate stuff first. We've got two stories left. Uh, the first one is uh, what's happening with Boulder's Gate. The second is Starfield. So, um, yes so just to give everybody knows i presume who's listening to a podcast like this knows what's happened Baldur's gate has come out it's coming out it came on pc last month it's coming on ps5 uh beginning of september on the same day of starfield and prior to this week we didn't know when it was coming out on xbox you know we were presuming early 2024 which mm-hmm. is a bit of a bummer, considering the game was um, very, very highly re- reviewed, one of the highest reviewed games of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason for that was that the split screen co op was uh, so. Larry and the studio has said is a split screen co op on the Series S uh, was uh, too difficult to implement, and Xbox have a parity clause in place where the, the a game needs to ship with the same features. Um, even if one is harder to develop or or than the other. And so it it threw up into question the Xbox's strategy of having two SKUs, of having two types of models with different innards. Um, Basically, that's the gist of it. Yeah. This week, um, the community manager over at Larian tweeted, super happy to confirm that after meeting Phil Spencer yesterday, we found a solution that allows us to bring Baldur's Gate 3 to Xbox players this year still, something we've been working towards for quite some time. All improvements will be there with splits." split screen co-op on the series x series s will not feature split screen co-op but will also include cross save progression between steam and xbox series um so no hard release date given is coming this year don't know when um and xbox then later clarified in a tweet um that they will be working to bring they're still working with larian to bring split screen To Baldur's Gate 3 on the Series S, it's just they don't have a window for it. Yeah, okay, so we had some mixed thoughts on the idea of this happening last week, so I kind of want to know what you're feeling about this now. Um, the parity clause has been broken, different versions of games are shipping on different consoles. Is this a one off? Is this uh, does this confirm the Series S was a mistake? Uh, will this happen again? You know, where's your head at?
1: I don't know, man. It does kind of open up a can of worms, doesn't it? Uh, Like this can of worms that we were talking about. Um, And I I think we came to the conclusion where we weren't really fussed um, and we think that it was probably a better idea just to ship it all all the same and avoid the confusion, you know, for both consoles. I think I still stand behind that principle. Um, Obviously, it's nice that they're doing that and I don't inherently fucking thumbs down it that they're still you know that they're releasing it without the split screen but i do think it does create this confusion and then it does create this this weird sort of yeah gap between the series s and x um and you know who's to say if they did they gave leeway for for um, Baldur's Gate that they won't do it for another game later down the line or another studio won't just be like oh well why can't you just do this for us like you did for you know for Baldur's Gate 3 you know so we can get it running in Series S you know it just becomes this kind of messy uh, potential can of worms that have been opened up I mean it, it's something that you can't really comment on until until more things start to, start to appear out, out of the woodworks because you don't know to the extent of what's going to happen now but um so it's kind of hard to comment on apart from yeah the possibility that this could just yeah create some confusion later down the line for for users and 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 developers as well um mm-hmm. so yeah that's real all i can say that for for the moment
3: but
2: yeah it's a good point so so we're we're a bit cautious still and, and and i am with you because there was a lot of celebrating going on on twitter you know and it's not I think this was probably a good call on balance, as a as a sole um, exception, you know. Um, and I, I generally I, I don't think that there should be a that we, we should drop the parity clause across the consoles, um, you know. And, and I'll I'll lean back into what Phil says. You know, he says that. Um, by and large, there shouldn't be a massive problem because developers are used to shipping games on multiple, on different levels of um, PCs, you know. Mm-hmm. but that's, I don't really feel that should be a problem. I know some people feel like it's holding the gen back or whatever. I mean, we're about to have Starfield, so I, oh, that's bollocks. You know, Microsoft Flight Sim is running on the series there, so that's bollocks. You know, I don't really believe that at all. Um, is it harder to develop for? Yeah, I understand that. You know, is it more work than developing for one console? Yeah, sure, I understand that. Um, But I'm not really of the belief that it's such a problem that we need to be now letting things drop from the Series S. It, I think it is It is really important that both these consoles have the same features. Like, it's like, how the fuck are you going to communicate that? Like, good luck. Yeah. You know, like, let's just, I, I, I mean, I guess they'll have to do some custom thing on the storefront to say Series S, you know, not, no split screen. Um and, you know, if that happened more than once, you know, I I just, I, you know, for obvious reasons, I don't think I really mm. need to describe why that would be a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I think this was the right decision. I think it was causing a bit, making a bit too much noise, probably, but a bit too much bad uh, bad noise that was taken away from Starfield. And now that's kind of just gone into the wind. You know, for all we know, this could come out on Xbox in a month now, maybe a month and a half. Um, um, You know, we're already in August. So they've said by the end of the year, we're coming into September in a couple of days. So it's within the next three months, regardless. Um, Mm. So yeah, it's good. I'm happy with the decision. I'm glad there's flexibility where there needs to be. But I do think we need to be careful with over celebrating the breaking of this parity clause, because it fucks with the whole strategy. I know people who are hardcore and talk about the stuff I off have series X's. Lots of people have Series S's because they play more casually, or they can't afford it, or they're in a you know maybe in a poorer country. You know, we spoke about this last week as well. We don't need to start doing this, yeah. <laughs> you know, crying for things to be lopped off out of the Series S version. I that's I don't I'm I don't subscribe to that to that belief. So no, me neither. Uh, right, I'm not sure if there's anything else um, to touch on with Borders Gate Three. No, I don't think there was. Um, Tim, mm-hmm. do, do you know who my favourite character was in in Smash Bros? Uh,
1: it's Ike, isn't it?
2: Yeah. What, what happens when you you put the letter L in front of his name? Like. As Tim just said, or out, out of his own accord, <laughs> can you please like the video? <laughs>
1: oh nice are you impressed i knew your <laughs> smash bros mate
2: that was amazing yeah i, I thought <laughs> i thought i think you'll get that <laughs>
1: yeah i knew you liked that yeah good shit good shit
2: are you impressed
1: <laughs> yeah i'm impressed myself very yeah, impressed
2: that's good all right here we go we're approaching the last story of the show And you know it's Starfield, it's Starfield stuff. You know we've got a good chunk of time to talk about Starfield. What's been going on here? Um, The controversy, the excitement. You know, review predictions. Oh my god! I'm scared and excited all at the same time.
1: Is it as scared as you were with Redfall when you were messaging me at three am saying I don't know, Tim? (laughs) And all (laughs) (laughs)
2: calf. Yeah.
1: God, that was so. And that funny. was a bad
2: day. That was a bad day for me.
1: Yeah, you were literally like, oh, "I'm looking at some of these credit clips Tim, and I'm I'm not liking what I'm seeing."
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was God. such a roller coaster because I remember I really vividly remember like you know somebody had obviously got their hands on the game early and they were leaking it clip by clip. It was like a drip feed on the yeah. Reddit subreddit, and I watched the first one and they left like the gates, and I was like, "Okay, this looks fine." And there was like a little fuel thing on the floor, and they shot the fuel, and it lit up. And I was like, "Great, immersive semi arcane stuff. This, I'm this is great. I'm into that." And that was the end of the clip. And then the next clip, he was walking down the road, and there were like, there was a soldier walking into a rock, like <laughs> clipping up and down out of the ground. And I was like, <laughs> "Okay, maybe that's just like, it's unfortunate. At time, maybe that, yeah. yeah, you know, that's not so bad." And then there are some vampires down the road, and he shoots one. One just goes off into the sky and never comes back. The other like comes towards him and starts slashing him, but like it was so <laughs> unengaging. Like he just he smacked him, and stood there, smacked him, and just stood there. And I was like, oh, oh my
3: god! god.
1: So what, his one it, just, just floated in off
2: it. into the sky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so. Funny. And I was like, I was like, there were three enemies on screen and two of them just were bugged. Fuck, <laughs> like none of them worked. <laughs>
1: Yeah, oh, it's funny. It's funny as fuck.
2: And it got increasingly worse from there. And like every time I'd like see something, and I was like, oh, you know what? I think I think that looks pretty good. There'd be like three more things that maybe be like, I can't keep lying to myself. This is bad. <laughs> this is not good. Oh god, that's funny. It's such a bad day. I Starfield Won't be that. Yeah,
1: Starfield's not going to be no, that.
2: No, to be fair, I've already I've seen like really small clips here and there i'm like trying to stay blind on like all the story stuff but on like the technical stuff um i'm allowing myself to like peek peek into and that's not the impression i'm getting here at all everything Mm. looks very smooth Mm. and very polished you know and that's what we've been hearing so um yeah we'll we'll talk about it more as we, we go through the through the topic but um i'm i there is part of me that's still a bit nervous you know i've been hurt before
1: I'm not that nervous to be honest about starfield i'm 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 pretty confident I'm pretty confident that game's gonna be a eighty five plus
2: and that would be that would be dandy but I just really need that game to hit ninety yeah oh yeah yeah if it hit, if it hit ninety <laughs> yeah
1: i you know, if it was, like, eighty, high 80s, I'd be, like, semi chub But if it was, like, 90, I'd be full-on lifting my desk yeah. off the ground, sort of, chub. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> as, as <I>
2: play. <laughs> yeah. And you've got a lot of weights on your desk, haven't you? Because you're, yeah, like, you're constantly, yeah. like, bench. a So that's really
1: building, yeah. impressive. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Thanks, man.
2: It's quite the erection. Yeah, sorry. That's good. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So... And, you know, I hear you I hear you out there, dear listener. You're saying, God, this fucking, these kids, what is it with them and review scores to play the game yourself? Look, I get it, man. I get it. 90 is an achievement. It just is. By means of normal distribution, 90 is an achievement. Do numbers always match up to your experience? No.
3: No. Not
2: so. Clearly. it's not how this works. I'm not saying that, but it's an achievement for the brand. And mm-hmm. uh, that's important to me. I obviously I run a fucking stupid podcast. I'm wearing I've been wearing sunglasses for two hours. He has. For the, for uh, a for a bit. At any which, point. Which you know, probably has just <laughs> Did you forget that you were just wearing them at any point? Yeah, a little bit. I've got um I've got like a mirror here on the wall and every now and again I lean forward and catch myself in the mirror. I'm like, oh yeah, fuck. And it's like what am I come... doing in my fucking life? <laughs> yeah, I need, it's need to existential commit. crisis oh. I uh so I think it's just good for the brand, isn't it? You know, having this sort of game hit ninety is um it's just a big deal. Yeah. That's all you Um, say much of a difference between eighty nine and ninety? Probably not, but yeah, that's just how it'd be. So with that in mind, I'm sure we'll massage around this point uh while we're on the topic of Starfield. I'm closing out the episode today. Um we had a very interesting article coming from GameIndustry.biz, you may have seen it, Um, titled Starfield is the starting gun for first-party games. Hey, would you look at that? It's uh, the title of the video. Uh, How did that happen? Uh, This is coming from the Xbox CMO, Jarrett West. Uh, And I thought this was really interesting. Stafford is the starting gun for first-party games and, and Xbox games, and you know if you've been following me on Twitter, you know kind of how I've been feeling about this. Um, as much as I kind of understand it from a marketing angle, Xbox first-party games have been good for a while. Um, so calling it a starting gun just feels a little bit. Oh fucking yeah! Here we go. Gotta to commit to the bit, man. <laughs> Oh, oh God! I couldn't do this alone. You know, the last the last hour and a half, I've been like scratching my thigh because I couldn't. I was like really finding it hard to tolerate that you weren't wearing glasses as well. Yeah, don't worry, man. I have got you. Thanks. It's actually kind of a bit worrying that how similar our glasses are. I actually think mm. that's a bit creepy. Hmm. Yours gold as well. Yeah, my head. they're gold. They got gold okay. rims. Yep.
1: Nice man. Nice. I respect <laughs> it. Right. Now I can actually see the nose from the
2: glare of stuff um, <laughs> yeah, that's flare. right. Yeah. If anybody, if you're listening, Tim just walked in with a pair of sunglasses as well, you know, just to make, add some context to what that what that fucking was. Mm-hmm. But yeah, here he is. All right. What did I miss? I'm not sure it's important anymore. No? <laughs> I'm not sure it's important. <sighs> I think, do you think maybe we just like kind of looked at each other for uh, for 10 minutes in silence, do you think? Um, oh, yeah, it's good the content. Listeners, that's good content,
1: isn't it? Yeah, we we'll just cough every now and again so they know we're still alive.
2: <laughs> and sniff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. All right. So I'm, I'm talking about the first thing um, on the Starfield notes, Tim, which is the, the GameIndustry.biz article. Uh, oh, yeah. With the headline, Starfield is the starting gun for first-party Xbox games.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Not, not saying that's incorrect uh, or even unfair, I'm, I just uh, feel that it kind of a little bit undermines the effort that some of the first-party studios have been putting in from 2020 to now. Um, yeah,
1: there have been some bangers. Know, it's worth... Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like things like... Um... I mean, immediately what pops to mind is the, um, like, Pentiment and stuff like that, right? And Grounded and all these sort of games that have done really well, you know, and have come a long way and review very well as well. Yeah, they're kind of just being pooped on a little bit. It's just like, yeah, you can't forget about these games, you know? Mm -hmm.
3: It's because
1: they're
2: they're niche. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. And that's the, that does kind of, um, that's kind of the rub for me. Um, and and I was saying before while you were out doing this lovely thing, um, I, I get it from a marketing standpoint, you know, bear in mind it's the Xbox CMO that said this. I get it from the marketing standpoint of like this is a this is the <laughs> uh flagship title for the Series X right now, for the Series X and the Series S. Um and PC, you know, just Xbox as an ecosystem, as I you know, was probably saying, and, and game pass, mm-hmm. whatever. It's flagship for the brand right now um it's arguably the biggest exclusive xbox is going to have maybe until elder scrolls you know depending on the scope of hellblade and how that kind of you know gains traction or evolves. you know we'll see I- i'm doubtful um so you know maybe in terms of having bigger tentpole releases this is the starting gun for more pole releases because that's something that Xbox has been light on and I'm sure he's referring to, you know, the sparsity of 2022. But, mm-hmm. you know, even then before that, we said like 2021 was Forza Horizon 5, 92 on Open Creek, 92 on Open I, I, I didn't get a single nomination at uh, Game Awards, so. Yeah. Oh, should have uh, got higher. Throw that in there, sorry. Yeah. It didn't, well, it was the high. it, was, it didn't need to get high time because it was the highest rated game of the year it was the highest rated game of the year and it didn't even get nominated that's weird is that, okay. isn't it well it's just a car game in it yeah it's, it's just a car game in it yeah and it's um i drive a car every day so but it's basically the same thing mm-hmm.
1: yeah i'm not going to nominate my car for game of the year am i
2: yeah and you know um just just to you know, throw it out there um maybe someone did some research about the history of the game awards you know maybe someone did uh had a little look-see about um, the highest-rated games in all of the years since the Game Awards have um, ever run, you know? Mm-hmm. And maybe someone found that 2021 was the only year ever since the inception of the Game Awards where the highest-rated game of the year didn't even get a nomination. Wow. Only time that's ever happened. Mm-hmm. Someone sounds like a very smart, handsome detective. Handsome, yeah, big penis, very big penis. <laughs> mm, must be. To make a play like that, you've got to have large uh, yeah. large penis and gonads. <laughs> exactly. Definitely wasn't done at three in the morning, hunched over a phone, uh, breathing heavily, you know, yes. none of that, no. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> anyway, what was I saying? Um, I just, Everything went dark for a minute. I was, um. Science, yeah. Mate. Yeah, <laughs> start starting gun for tentpole Xbox first party releases. I get that. That makes sense. And I hope you can stick to that, you know, because good as 2024 is looking, the majority of your audience is only going to look at Avowed and Hellblade 2 as proper AAA games. Yes. Like, so Flight Sim 2024, that's oh, just it's a sequel, is it? It's like an expansion, basically. Towerboard, mm. a stindy game, isn't it? ara history and told us just on pieces strategy game in it, it doesn't count mm-hmm. so sure. you know i just think if you're going to make these sorts of generalized sweeping claims just just be really careful because your audience is going to be fucking weird um the internet's going to be fucking weird that's my thoughts on the matter yeah no i agree yeah it it kind of holds
1: some truth and and you can see it from certain angles and stuff like that you know appealing to the mainstream audience uh, a statement like this but yeah, it's also just, yeah, it's kind of not fair on everything else that's released before it. And, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, the kind of games that are releasing, um, uh, you know, kind of like alongside it as well. So, um, yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a little bit of a weird one that can like segregate the audience a little bit. But, um, nonetheless, it was just meant to generate a little bit of hype around Starfield and the, you know, the corner mm-hmm. that Xbox is turning in. in in terms of its first-party games, you know, coming to fruition. Um, So, yeah. Hell yeah.
2: Hell yeah. Okay, Tim, do you like new game pluses? How do you feel about new game pluses these days? Uh, Yeah, I don't mind them. Plus I? I?
1: Plus I. um, (laughs) Yeah, I like a new game plus, to be honest. It's not often Hmm. I actually play new game pluses. These days. Um, So, yeah, they're not absolutely crazy. It it has to, it takes a very special game for me to play it like two, three times over. Um, But yeah, I like a new game plus. Yeah.
2: Why? Mm -hmm, You got some mm -hmm. news for me. Well, well, as luck would have it, Tim, Starfield is launching with a quote unquote unique new game plus. Oh, gasp. Mm. I don't know what this means, and I don't think um, I'm pretty sure it was Pete. I oh know it was Todd Howard. I, I remember I listened to the interview, um, and I remember it saying that that he couldn't speak any more about it because it would be related to the story, which intrigues me. What happens?
1: You get reset. You get put into a hibernation chamber, and time goes back when you uh-huh
3: Pre-
2: before yeah <laughs> Time goes back to before yeah that's it what if it's um Todd, the end. <coughs> what if you just jump into a black hole and you go back two million oh yeah
1: years? it could be yeah it could be a black hole situation yeah you're right mm-hmm. that makes and, more uh, sense
2: you're amongst dinosaurs on every planet, because of course dinosaurs are not just an Earth phenomenon. It's true. <laughs> dinosaurs my, can be in my head, Kevin. Yeah, maybe at the peak of their civilization, they were the ones traveling the stars. You know, don't be so fucking judgmental. All the NPCs are
1: now reptilians. They're all lizard <laughs> people, <laughs> and you're the only non-lizard person amongst a society of lizards. Do you? Yeah. How do you how do you approach this? Do you kill them all? Do you treat them as Find normal? Out. Do you have lizard lizard babies with them? It's, it's a unique
2: new game Plus
1: experience.
2: Definitely, I definitely think the, some of the examples we've given today are are unique. You know, they fall definitely into the, into that yeah. bucket. Hmm. Definitely unique. I'm interested. I'm interested to see what this means. One of the um, I mean, obviously, uh, like like uh i want to say loot games but loot games uh the definition of new game plus has been kind of diluted a little bit because we have these service games where it's kind of um expected that you will play through the game again but we don't really call them strictly new new game plus like remnant 2 is a game we've played we've been playing again and again hmm. um but we don't strictly call it a new game plus so these days it's usually help uh, of ruining chocolate? chocolate. I got
1: just a tiny bit of chalky in my throat. But why are you eating chocolate on a podcast? It makes your throat all like gunky. And <clears throat> why would you do that? I deserved it.
2: I Deserved it. anything? Mon- I don't deserve anything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Finish the job, then have your chalky and cry into your really fucking pillow. heard my
2: feelings. Cry into my pillow. Okay, here we go. Single pl- uh, So, New Game Plus is I a- usually reserved for just single player games these days Mm -hmm. and one game in recent memory that i remember did a really cool new game plus was the division two not single player game and i don't know if you remember you completed it and that led to the addition of a of an additional faction they Mm. were like the black hawks or something and they they were like you know this really buffed up militia they would come down in like these massive helicopters um and I just thought that was really cool, and it like added a couple of extra missions to the end game um, to to sort of understand that a bit more. But um, I like shit like that, and I'm just curious, you know, if, if there's something that would be added here, because um, you know the the worst thing that can happen here is it's just like scan every rock, yeah, scan every plant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it, it'd
1: be cool if, for whatever reason, the last story beat like. I oh, know, yeah, like, unlocked, like, some sort of ancient civilization or, yeah, some sort of, like, government Whoa. power that's come from, like, a different universe that's now entered yours or something, like, the universe is, like, colliding Government power? Yeah, like a, like, <laughs> like like a, like a, um, uh, what do they call it? Just, like, a fucking, I don't know, uh, I don't know what you're trying to say, oh, like taxes? <laughs> no! Like a fucking... Oh, imprisonment? I mean. No. I don't! But, I don't know what you mean! <laughs> I'm trying to explain what I mean, but I can't.
2: <laughs> you're trying so hard. You whatever. wake up an ancient civilization, and you unlock a government power.
1: No, but like, okay. And yeah, but but like, it like I don't know, like, fucking... Like a universe collides with like another or something like that, and then there's all this kind of shit, yeah. right, and there's just like new like colonies and stuff like that that are now in the game. Um and you gotta pay your taxes <laughs> <Yeah>. on time. <laughs> <And>, yeah. <you know, laughs> um Yeah, space taxes. Yeah, and it just like adjusts the game slightly. Yeah, maybe something like that could be kinda of cool. Yeah. Rather than yeah. just new game plus enemies have twenty five percent more damage and health and Make sure you scan your rocks and eat your fucking breakfast.
2: Yeah. Cool. Get, get your breakfast. I mean, I'm box. like, will there even be aliens in this game, Tim? I don't know. Um, is there intelligent life? When We say aliens. Is there intelligent life? There is definitely wildlife. There's alien life. I mean, but intelligent life. Humans.
1: There's no intelligent life <laughs> when it comes to humans.
2: Hmm, that's a fair point. That's profound. Wow. This is deep. <laughs> <laughs> it's the sunglasses man they really turned you into a philosopher Fucking government man. um I'm sure that will be a central question to the game um you know so it's uh, I'm very excited to see where they take take those story threads I'm very excited
3: mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm okay okay so final um sort of news story then regarding starfield is uh this this uh controversy that's been ongoing because there's been people leaking shit and there's this photo that's doing the rounds. I probably, I don't have on my notes, sorry, but now's probably a good time. Again, we're not really in spoilers, we're in technical kind of um, impressions and, and technical leaks of the game. So if you don't want to hear any of this, you know, chow. that's fine. Perfectly understandable. Lots of love. See you next week when, when we're playing Starfield. Um, if you get early access. But um, there was a photo doing the rounds of someone with a text box that says you've reached the you've reached the end of the boundary or something you know press x to fast travel to your ship press y to fast travel to
1: where uh-oh. you were before
2: or press b to go to your to your menu
1: not open world um, planets
2: uh-oh right so that's kind of what's uh, been going on um the original leaker who posted that was from the tutorial area. This is just the information we know, so we don't know if this can be generalised um, or not. Um, and they also said that to get that message, they had to walk in a sprint, in a, rather sprint in a straight line for about forty minutes. Real, oh. real time, forty minutes. <laughs> oh, not such an issue anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really a big deal then. <laughs> no. Um. I I think it hasn't gained as much traction which it could have done and I'm glad about that because most people who have you know, happy little electrons flowing through their brain you know, with full capacity recognize that 40 minutes in all directions it's probably just fine. Do you know what? That's as big as Skyrim is.
1: Yeah. Is it?
2: Okay. Really? If you sprinted, yep, If you had, if you had full sprint unlimited limited stamina across the whole of Skyrim, take you about forty minutes.
1: Okay. I feel. I'm going off second-hand
2: information there. That's what. That's what a lot of other people said. So basically, what appears to be happening here is that, in terms of the technical aspect, before we get into kind of, the, you know, why why are people upset? Then, um, is that you? Because Tom Henderson got involved in this from you know, side of Gaming. Um and said, Oh, you know, how does it work? And you know, well, basically, this is what they've always said. They've always said you can land anywhere on a planet and you can explore a whole planet, but you can't walk a whole planet. If that makes sense, you can't like without any sort of um interruption. Um, so essentially, my understanding then of how it's been described, of how it works, is that there are fixed de- designations on planets that you can land, but you can also just pick and choose somewhere on a planet. Mm. And when you pick somewhere random. The game procedurally generates a massive area, a Skyrim, <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: and within that area, it generates points of interest. It uh, points of interest, handcrafted content, um, terrain, animal, you know, whatever else, depending on the planet you're in. Yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but that's like kind of a stitching. And so, eventually, if you keep going in a direction, the game will tell you you can't go any further. If you want to go further, hop in your ship and fly up that way a little bit, and land, and then we'll generate that area.
1: Okay. That makes sense. Yeah.
2: So, yeah. it's... <laughs> I suppose it was a technical choice to have everything flowing well. And it makes sense to me, because who needs to be running in the same direction for over an hour?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but to some degree... This kind of fights the narrative. You know, you might remember when the game's got uh, revealed. Oh, it's just going to be empty planets, Tim. It's a empty planet. There's not going to be anything on the planet. Yeah, this to me says actually this was quite intelligently architected. So, <laughs> so you're going to land, on the game's going to be like correct yeah. yeah you're gonna land and the game's gonna be like okay here are 10 points of interest uh, go mm-hmm. find them you know and you won't know where those things are the game will just generate that for you and once that's generated it it's it stays there it sticks mm-hmm. um and you can do that as many times as you like around a planet so you can come back to a planet and there will be like you know five um landing points with all those previous points of interest whether you've explored them or not um yeah and so it tells me that they've kind of balanced that for like when you land on a planet, whether that's on a, a predefined place or or just anywhere on the planet, this is how the game flow will feel and how yeah. much stuff there is going on in the space. Um so it's kind of a bit funny to me because it's like, which is it? Is it too empty or is it not empty enough? <laughs> you know, like Yeah. No, yeah, it's
1: quite yeah, it's quite interesting. And um yeah, I think I think that's quite a good quite a good point and i think that's probably what they were trying to go with like you said as like a design choice instead of making these planets just you enter and you can run around the whole thing but it's quite barren and then you know there's there's not potentially there's not a a lot going on or there's just a set amount from the from the point you enter the planet rather than every time you enter a section of the planet um you know it, it sounds like there's kind of more going on um But then obviously this might just be for some of the bigger sort of mainline planets where they want to do this and maybe you do just land on one point of a smaller, more barren planet and you can literally lap the whole thing and go back to your ship sort of thing because the planet's only there for resources sort of thing and there's not many Mm. points of interest you know. Uh, Maybe it's only certain planets that have these bulkier points of interest and storylines and stuff like that that this mechanic actually takes place but um, yeah it, it definitely, it doesn't it doesn't raise any red flags. Like you said, I mean, who's, who's going to be upset with running in a direction for 45 minutes and then, and exploring that entire area of every direction, you know, like an insanely large area. And then just being like, Oh, I have to travel into my ship to generate area of similar size um, on the other side of the planet. You know, it's, it's, it shouldn't be an issue and it doesn't sound like an issue uh, to me at all. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what's going on. No worries in my eyes.
2: No, there are, of course, some people uh disingenuously trying to make issue with it. Oh, well, No Man's Sky is really big. Great. No Man's Sky is also, I mean, it's better, but it also has
1: quite a lot of dead air and quite a lot of empty feeling. A lot of violence. dead air. It's... Yeah
2: it hardly has combat but it's it's a survival game
1: yeah you go (laughs) there which is fine
2: for what it is build it's not as dense nor does it nor does it have the sort of fidelity starfield has you know Mm. um so very interesting i thought and it's a neat peek behind the curtain um and it's yeah it's like you said it's more that it's they've made it big enough where it creates the illusion you know of, of being on a, a just a random part of the planet um which i think is more than enough it, it reminds me of um horizon I, I think they've done it with both horizons on the decimal engine i don't know if everything on the decimal engine works the same way but the way the game works is that it only renders in like a cone of where you're looking mm. and then the way everything else stops existing <laughs> yeah to help the game perform really well and mm. it, it would be like complaining oh the world's not always there, really." It doesn't matter. matter the whole point of games is that it's it's trying to you know immerse you create an illusion that it's all it's all working there and it's all you know it'd be like complaining that the world isn't really there all the time so it doesn't nobody's really running for an hour in a direction <laughs> nobody's doing that yeah <laughs> unless you're specifically playtesting or trying to break the game yeah yeah exactly yeah so but it was yeah, it was quite fun. And once I finally understood, like some of the people who clarified this, like what it meant, I was like, well, that's quite exciting. Because I, I had I, I'd completely forgotten that you can just like, you know, if the point of it, if the city is there, I can spin the planet around and go to the back <laughs> and just land there and just like, I wonder what stuff I'd find. Yeah, Caves yeah, or like or like NPCs with like some quests, like you know, and then according like a crew member, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Um, I don't know how that works, and uh, there's a lot of unknowns going into Starfield in, in a really good way, you know. Mm. Um, so. Definitely, super exciting. Yeah, very
1: excited, much excited for this game.
2: Okay, we're coming into the final part of the show. Um, when we started the Starfield section, Tim, you said to me um, you're feeling quite good based on some of the some of the rumblings. I just wanted to give you a chance to to expand on that if there was is that just the tone and impression you're getting from what you read online or is it from what we discussed last week like what what's Uh, where's that vibe coming from and how how's that vibe feeling now oh it's kind of just everything yeah what we discussed last
1: week um i've been seeing yeah like little little bits of leaks here and there screenshots little clips and stuff like that um people's impressions you know even stuff that you've retweeted or sent me and stuff like that and it just seems like yeah just just generally the whole vibe of the game seems quite positive um especially around like the performance of the game the, the lack of bugs and how you know everyone's actually astounded by how pretty it looks which is actually something we weren't really expecting coming into a bgs game i mean we were expecting it to look good but we were never expecting people to actually be genuinely shocked at how good it looked um you know because bgs games are never they're they're fine but they're never groundbreaking They're, they're groundbreaking in terms of their systems and size and stuff like that but not necessarily their graphical um fidelity uh but yeah it seems like this one is kind of hitting it on all marks and people are generally quite impressed by that um and yeah you know we've seen parts of combat you know combat looks fine to me it looks fun it looks it looks pretty it looks pretty crisp it kind of looks the best you know bgs games ever looked um and yeah man i'm just overall i haven't really seen or heard both in my eyes and other people's eyes, that many <laughs> negative things about the game at all. So it's you know, it's mm-hmm. it's made a pretty safe assumption in my brain that this game is going to be pretty damn good. Um so yeah. Pretty confident in it.
2: Yeah. I feel yeah. And it's it is funny because I, you know, if we think back to like a year ago, you know like God, we've been talking about this game for since we started the podcast. Yeah like two years ago now. Yeah. yeah. It's nuts. I, Initially, when we started the podcast, I I don't know if it was announced even as a full exclusive at the time. Yeah, we we were still tossing up the idea like, will it, won't it be exclusive? Yeah. Um, Yeah. And here, and here we are. You know, about to be the mascot of the console for the next few years. You know, especially, you know, it's just crazy if you think, you know, about the size of these games. You know, Bethesda games are events. You know, with such long tails. um, You know. Three years down the line, expansions are coming out, mods are coming out. You know, it's it's the very rare type of single player game that keeps getting supported, um, and c- keeps having a bit of constant buzz. Therefore, where I'm going with this, is that the game can afford to be a flagship for quite some time. You know, just mm-hmm. a standalone flagship, and that's quite wild if you know if they pull it off, if they if they if they hit a certain quality bar. Yeah.
1: Yeah no definitely so, yeah, I agree yeah it's it's pretty it's it, it's pretty um yeah it's it's just it's it's big it's beige you know it's big it's big um yeah for sure and yes uh Jabron commented commentator so are the sunglasses a shtick or uh, he's confused <laughs> yeah
2: they are we're doing yeah. it because... we're not we're not usually uh. I mean we are a pair of dickheads but we're not usually this bad it's just yeah it's just in the build up to uh to the yeah, Starfield hype it's,
1: yeah it's the um how do we express it yeah the the release of like Starfield the blinding flare yeah, the, the solar yeah. flare that is Starfield and That's it's right. positive it's positivity upon its release so yeah it's yes. kind of blinding us right. so we thought
2: yeah i i hygiene eye health, you
1: know yeah, I mean, if if you came into this podcast an hour ago, I wasn't wearing sunglasses, so I just did it for the Starfield bit. So, what's that supposed to mean? It's really, it's really fucking with me as well because my room keeps changing in, <laughs> in like, it, oh god, my room keeps changing in like light because the sun gets like blocked and stuff, and it gets like really dark, and then it's not. It's yeah, I'm taking them off. We're done talking about Starfield now.
2: Really, I'm not done. Maybe you're done messing with you me, you're man. done it's giving me a headache you're done mate you're d- i'm done um,
1: solo podcast next week <clears throat> um
2: yeah fuck what was i gonna say i know i know i've just crossed the two hour mark so we are wrapping up here um but i wanted to say about that was it um if you were gonna ask me you know all those years ago what do you expect from starfield the two things that would not have been at the top of my list, which a lot of the insiders and leaks seems to seem to suggest, you know, are at the top of the list, is performance or you know bugs mm-hmm. and fidelity. Yeah, this game looks fucking amazing. What's up with that? <laughs> what have they done? What have they done to the creation engine? You know how how mm. how have they fondled that? Don't know, man. Yeah,
1: it does look pretty good. I mean, in terms of character models and um, environments, I, I think generally, I think people are more impressed with like, the environments and worlds and stuff like that by the looks of it. But everything seems to have such yeah. crazy detail. It's kind of nuts. Like, you just look at the guns, like, in your hand and, like, the 3D models of them where you can spin them around. And it's just, it's nuts how much detail has gone into this. Like, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's pretty crazy. Jabron um, uh, has, oh, hi, wacky. Rodder said, do we have any word on the performance yet? Uh, is there a sixty FPS mode? Uh not for consoles, no, thirty on consoles. Uh I think PC has a sixty, or has that not been clarified?
2: Um yeah, PC, you'll be able to do whatever you want with your frame mode, yeah, you unlock yeah. it. Like, if you if your PC can handle it.
1: But console, you're locked at 30. I think from what people have said, it's pretty stable 30 as
2: well. Like it's it's locked basically, it's not dipping. So it feels really good, apparently, because um, because it helped out a lot with like motion blur and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> the fuzz. Oh my god, he's right. Yeah, we did. We looked a bit, A like the fuzz. Mm. Yeah, we coming to get it. you. Coming to get you, Starfield <laughs> yeah. leaks. Starfield haters. <laughs> We're on to you. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah so final two things then you know this is probably one of the biggest episodes of the year and it, it's it's incredibly annoying that a lot of the audience has just woken up mm-hmm. as, as time zones am i right nobody's fault you're yeah, placing any blame <laughs> i am um <laughs> first thing tim what sort of build are we looking at here let's get fruity well what are you doing what are you doing what, are you, doing? what are you doing with your starfield build you know
1: i'm going what's your head cannon? I'm going fucking do what I want, rude as fuck, Uh bounty hunter, sniper. That's what I'm going for. I want to snipe people. I want to take people out from a long range and just be like, what happened? What just hit me? Yeah, I want to jetpack to the tallest point of the map and just rain death upon everyone like it's Hawkeye. And then people ask me what happened. I'll I'll, I'll Uh
3: fucking... Sealed lips mate off.
1: tight lips unless they give me money. <laughs> That's what I'm going for.
2: Yeah. At least it's not a pistol this time. At least it's not the hand solo build. You're no. a sniper.
1: Yeah, I want to be a yeah, I want to be kind of sniper-esque. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm. Like stealth archer.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: But if shit hits the fan, <laughs> you know, I've I'm packing a double barrel yeah. as well, you know. Whoa. So I'll blow cool. some cheeks off
2: about <laughs> you man that sounds fun. I don't know. I think I might I think I might go a bit um a bit pilot, you know. maybe I take most oh, of my encounters you know up in space, you know maybe maybe I'm running on the planet away because I've stolen a rare relic. And you know, and there's people chasing me, and I dive into my ship. I take off. You know that I'm being be fired, coward, basically. We're, we're in atmosphere now. Nah, it's just because I've got I've got spaghetti for arms. I can't fire a gun to save my life. You're a dog. Get fire. me in that ship. I'm like barrel rolling. I'm like doing shit you've never seen before. I'm like using my afterburners on your glass to like smoke up the glass. You can't see anything now. <laughs>
1: It's fucking ridiculous! It's so specific.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna shoot the fucking legs off your ship, so you can't land anywhere. And then I'm sin- and then I'm gonna shoot a tiny hole in the hull, Like a tiny, like yeah. really small. I'm gonna I'm shoot that- out your oxygen tanks and leave you
1: die a slow death. I think you just muted yourself, or you unplugged yourself in the excitement of what your build might be. Because I can't hear you. I think
2: I did. There you go. Am I back? You're back, yeah. <laughs> I did. I smacked my table and my fucking my wires came out of my, my laptop. <laughs> nice,
3: man.
2: Yeah. Anyway, what was I saying? Yeah, I'm going to shoot a tiny incision in the hull so that um the oxygen comes out of the ship. Yeah. And they have to land, but they can't land because I've shot the legs off the ship. So they just crash.
1: And then you land. You smoothly land it afterwards. Yeah. Execute perfectly. Scoop up, scoop up
2: all the yeah. loot. Yeah, Yeah. take the materials from the ship. Bish bash bosh. I can sell that. And, oh, I, and like my it. um, and I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna be like, uh, I'm gonna have such good uh knowledge of the trade, the intergalactic trade, that I can you know really get good money on that, on that piece of ship mm. that I just uh, brought down.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm just I'm just going Witcher vibes, man. I just want to be like a space witcher. A space witcher.
2: Yeah, I mean, you can do like... I'm sure there are like potions and shit.
1: Well, no, I just meant in the sense of whoever pays me more. Oh, I see. Just fuck money talks, mate. I don't care if your child's hungry.
2: Oh.
1: Money talks. You're going to be a bad person.
2: Well, yeah, I think I might go a little
1: bit rogue in this one, yeah.
2: <laughs> okay, I'm into that. Yeah. I'm just so excited i'm so excited maybe i'll just even go maybe i will just commit to like a stealth build you know the shooting's good in this game i can creep around i can pop people with a silent you know put like a, a cloth over someone's face nice man <laughs> who knows maybe it's i want to be in robotics
1: hello in one hand and a silence pistol in the other <laughs>
2: <laughs> i'll never see it coming done <laughs> What are you doing there, sir? What's that pillow for?
3: <coughs> Put it over his face. <laughs> what
1: are you doing with that pillow and gun? Ah, must have been a rat. Oh, he's got me. I'm dead.
2: Yeah, is that silencer on that gun? Pet pet. It's, it's highly suspicious, i got to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm very excited. I'm so excited. Okay, so there we go. There's an idea of our builds. Final conversation, Tim. It's it's the final countdown. It's score time. We've got some people in the chat now. <sighs> people of the internet, people of the Xbox Nation, Xbox everywhere. What is Starfield getting on open critic? Well, I've just I've just lost my mind a little bit, and so I'm wearing glasses because it's a massive episode. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's all it is. Mm-hmm. just a little bit of insanity. It's
1: fine. Standard here at the QRP. Oh, God. And also, Tim, also, Tim's going in I'm... with a fucking 95. Big Jesus. ball of shock. All man. And he, he knows everything. Yeah. He's, this, he's, he's the
2: fountain of all That's knowledge. True. He's the number man. Now, did you know how erect I'll be? Do you know how erect I'll be? And like, to the point it hurts. Like, the erection Yeah, hurts. like, it's... <laughs> yeah. It's like when a balloon is too full, and it's like you can tell like one wrong move, and it's gonna pop. Oh God, that's
1: very erect. <laughs>
2: that, that
1: was so right. As right as you can get. Um, <laughs> all right, so you have got a ninety-five and an
2: eighty-nine in the chat.
1: Very, it's so quite a big disparity there. Wacky,
2: lowballing like the little bitch he is. Um, I said eighty-nine last week. I'm, yeah. I'm just so scared. I don't want to. I'm so scared. I was saying eighty-nine as well before,
1: but now I'm thinking I'm 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 thinking it's gonna crap I'm thinking I'm not sure if I'm gonna go for ninety or ninety-one, but I'm gonna be a little bit more optimistic and I'm gonna say ninety-one. <laughs> Pardon me. Okay. <laughs> I'm
2: gonna go ninety one. I would still be pretty erect. Alright, 91. But it wouldn't be like an emergency. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it'd be very erect, but it wouldn't be like a medical emergency, you know. I think I'd be okay. Hmm yeah probably pre-erect at 91 i can tell you that much i think um last week i said i think the range that the game's gonna land in is 88 to 92 and i gave you the maths and the equations for that and it has to do with fallout 4 being an 88
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah it was all solid science in fact yeah solid numbers yeah
1: yeah okay and what about you deck what's your number give me your number do I have to give you a single number? You have I? to give me a fucking number. Yeah, like everyone else. You're not special. I
2: can't. I kind of am. Have you seen what I can do with my nuts? <laughs> Knock down drywall. Yeah. Knock down drywall. Correct. Um. I if I'm really gonna push out for a number and try and um, save my sanity, I would probably say ninety.
1: Okay, so we got an 89, a 90, a 91, and a a big boy 95 from,
2: from Tim. I love that. What do you know, Tim? The thing is, t- Tim is, is most likely out of all of us to, to naturally be speaking to someone who knows things.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he knows. He knows. Oh, yeah, he knows.
2: All right. We fucking did it. We did. Um... Lovely having you all here. What a show. Uh, this is very exciting. This is very exciting times. Um, I hope... Wow, the room looks normal again. Mm-hmm. Forgot, I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, I hope this is a massive week for Xbox. We've it's all gaming. been waiting for this. I hope it's a massive week, which I think it will be regardless if the game doesn't crack a 90 or whatever, but 90 just pushes it into that Game of the year, game of the generation territory. Mm. Um, which would just be very beneficial for the for the console and for the the word of mouth. So um my fingers are crossed. Um you know, everything we've seen from the game looks amazing. Um Joaquin, you're saying some very interesting things. I'm gonna need you in my DMs. I'm gonna need you wiggle on in there, borrow on in there, don't ask any questions, just head on in. Yeah. I'll see you in there. Tim, closing oh. thoughts.
1: Uh yeah, no, yeah, closing closing thoughts are basically the same as you. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very big week. Uh I'm very excited um to see how this how this comes out on Thursday. Uh Thursday is the day for anyone who doesn't know. Um the for reviews. Th- yeah. For reviews will be dropping. Uh I'm excited to get my hands on it, come Friday, um, and play it over the weekend, and then obviously next week will be uh, we'll be talking about it, so advance warning, I guess, that we'll be getting the edition that allows us to play early, um, so most of next week is going to be spoiler territory for Starfield I would imagine, so if that's an episode you're super into, then come on down. If it's not, and you guys are playing it on Wednesday, you're waiting until Wednesday, then obviously <laughs> best you probably avoid us come Sunday. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm very excited, uh, and I've got I've to wrap up final fantasy 16 before that day as well so wish me luck you can do it buddy thanks man it's the year of completing I games for me i'm i'm fucking i'm on fire so I
2: got i'm this. so proud yeah yeah hell yeah all right um boys and girls take care of yourself happy starfield week this is it where we reclaim our souls and our dignities and uh, other things that have maybe gone wrong in life this is going to solve everything yeah poverty Alright, um, well, let's not say things that wars. we don't know. Dehydration. <laughs> Jesus, Deck. We're going to end this. The the bit that goes around the planet that's going to, like, shred up satellites and stuff. It's like the, uh, what's it called? Well, the asteroid I'm belt. What it's no, it's not asteroids, though. It's like trash. It's like space trash. Okay. Yeah, this is going to fix that anyway, so don't need to worry about it. Um, yeah.
0: Okay.